Chicken's always good, like always good. like a hot and juicy. Oh, their chicken's good too. Have y'all had their chicken? <laughs> no, can me. That, okay, until y'all can I try go them, there don't say nothing. Their I can't talk about them at all. Bomb. And their fried Oreos are really good. So. Oh, I never. <coughs> I never had the fried Oreos. The fried Oreos are bomb. So, what's the difference? It's like that's just more flour, right? As far as wait, wait. Are we still talking about her obsession with chicken? Or are we talking about Oreos? No, the fried Oreos. I never understood it. So it's because already a cookie. So do they dip it in flour and then dip it in the when oil? I made it's a batter, Oreos. right? Yeah, you. You, you got to talk into the mic. We're recording now. You're supposed to use it um, like pancake batter. You dip it in pancake batter, and then you put the you fry them. Is your mic off? No, you don't even have a whistle for it. It's not new. You should be good though. You want to take it off? No. I'm just oh. Okay. There we go. It should stay still. Let's let's actually pause for a second. Make sure we're picking up her audio. So our audio is good. So we were talking about. You said was it flour? It's it's a batter that you have to have pancake, obviously. It's pancake batter. Oh. Pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> pancake batter. The white Oreos are the best though. A hundred percent. Do you eat the the chocolate ones at all? Um, I'll eat like two or three, but I'm not buying the the white. Or you mean the, oh the vanilla the ones? Vanilla ones the oh, like the yellow joint. color ones? Yeah. The golden joint. Those are really good. Those are those better are the than the original. So I think I had those like a long time ago at Sierra's house. Is too. this the first time and we've agreed on food? <laughs> we both look like these are good. M- most of the time I agree on like anything I have to do on snacks, like snacks and stuff. I can agree on snacks. Y'all can agree on snacks. Except cool. for those juicy things that y'all said. I don't even like the fact that you called them that. The Black Forest Juicy Filled. Are they paying us? Well, okay. They're not paying me. We're going to start the pod. You need a charger? Yeah. Welcome to it. Haven't seen you guys in quite a while. If you still want your phone, I don't have one. Episode 46 of the pod. Welcome to the OD podcast. Y'all know I believe in energy, so let's just let ASAP rock for a little bit. Episode 46 of the pod. We've been gone for quite some time. Let's go back real quick. Hold on, wait, hold on for it. Wait for it. Her attitude. She get it from. I'm a firm believer. Make sure that's close to you. Welcome to it, guys. Episode 46 of the OD podcast. I am your host, ASAP Relly, Terrell, Relly Graham, whatever you know me as. My mic is extremely hot. Good gosh. Welcome to it. Welcome to it. I think this is episode 46. Let me confirm right now. This is episode 46 of the OD podcast. 
we haven't been with you guys in quite some time. If you guys have rocked with our sister portion or our sibling portion of the the business, our radio show, which we do twice a week, which we will be doing tomorrow at noon, as always, our Sunday show. Uh, we, we've been kind of mentioning here and there that we're getting back to the podcast, but we got some schedules to get on on well on track, I guess, in one track. And I will say that um, we're trying to think of something routinely for you guys. We're trying to think of a routine for you guys, and hopefully we can come up with something. That said, as always, behind the camera, we have Miss Caprice. Caprice, what's the dilly? Nothing much. I'm good. <laughs> we started this pod talking about Oreos and what else did we start with? Chicken? Chicken from Hot and Juicy, which... Oh, Lord. I want to start over so bad. <laughs> Pardon. Chicken strips from Hot and Juicy. Anytime you hear something like that, if it's not Carla from, from Cerritos from back home, it's probably going to be Kenise. And Kenise is the one that's joining us once again. Uh, like I said before, it's been quite some time since we talked to you guys, so we have a lot that we obviously want to get to. And since it's been so much, we're kind of just going to touch on some of the points that, that we've experienced. Since since we've kind of been away, um, what's up with y'all? How y'all doing? Good, good, good. Church. I was say we're not gonna treat this like I'm church. No, I'm enjoying <laughs> the uh, the winter. It's the best time of year, but now I sound trash. You hear my nose? I don't like it. You don't like my nose? I don't like this oh. winter. <laughs> well, living out here, I it's like freezing. it because it's way too hot. Do you like 120 degree weather better? Yes. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Don't sound like my cousin. We're polar opposites. I'm convinced. Oh shoot. I'd rather be hot than cold. That's not hot. That's Do you realize that when you're... <laughs> 120. It was like 120 out here in the summer. It was cra- At 8 a.m., it was like 100 degrees. I was like, this is disgusting. Do you realize that when you're hot, you can't do shit to get cool? You can literally run outside naked, jump in a freezing cold pool, and you're going to be hot. No, that's not true. That's 100% true. I mean, there's I'm mad at but you get my point. I know that. But still, when you have to go outside, it's just like going anywhere is just a misery because it's like it's so hot everywhere. It's Wait, so we're going to get to the bottom of this. Anyway. So you like extreme heat over extreme cold. Yes. So if you're extremely Being cold. cold is uncomfortable. Like, I can feel it in my bones. Like, I'm hurting. I'm not hurting when I'm hot. Like, out being outside right now, I'm like. I'm hurt. And when I'm hot, I get headaches. I'm <laughs> nauseous. I get irritable. Yeah. Oh, Hell man. yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's it's not good. The heat is. I get dehydrated easily. Like, obviously, in the heat, you have to stay hydrated. But with me, like, it's. I got to, like, constantly be drinking water. And then, yeah, it's just not fun. It really isn't. Like, the heat is just not a – I don't like to do anything in the heat if it's an outdoor activity. Like, don't invite me anywhere outdoors if it's, like, more than 80 degrees. <laughs> Wait, we, all right. We did – for what it's worth, were you at Juneteenth? Well, that Juneteenth? was for Ju- my people. No. Did she come – okay, so you didn't come to Juneteenth. It was – was it all right? We it were on the second floor courtyard of this building, so – It was really hot, and that was for my ancestors. That's <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. You think that w- I would have did that for Fourth of July? No. <laughs> I definitely don't think you would have did it for Fourth of no, July. No, yeah, I would not have been. So no, I'm back to your point because when you're cold, you could throw on. You've seen me before. In general, I wear hoodies in the house. Any opportunity I get, any chance I get, I'm gonna throw a hoodie on in the house. So if you're cold, you could throw on a hoodie. 
You can grab but a blanket. You can grab two blankets. Worst case scenario, you could even cut on the heater. When you're hot, you can cut on the air. No, there's also it doesn't all in, in well in my in my place it stays cool, but that's not always the case. I'm also anemic. There's so well, yeah, there's that. I was gonna say, but there's also help. levels to it. So in the grand scheme of things, Kenise is correct. We've never been in below zero temperatures. Like where it's below thirty, I don't know if I'd rather be in below thirty before hundred and twenty. Because it, it Those that's, are the two what, that's going where with? it caps off. What I'm saying is, it can be like below thirty, below forty, below fifty. In the hundreds, it hasn't gotten past like one twenty something. I mean, like rare cases, it was like one thirty in some places, like Death Valley or something like that. But that for shit the is most, literally a death trap. For the yeah, <laughs> that's why many people don't live there. But for the most part, it's capping off at like 120, 120. If it's like one twenty two, that's extremely wild. But it could be zero, and then it could be like, hey, going below. <laughs> like that's crazy. I don't know, man. Granted, I haven't been in that. Well, shit, I don't know what I've been in because we went camping before, and we ended up seeing snow um, on the way back home, but. The time that it snowed out here in Vegas, it was what twenty eight. That's the lowest it got. Twenty eight. You would take one hundred and twenty over twenty eight degree weather. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Well, you know what? If it's if we're not talking about below, then I. How I does your husband do feel? Does he feel the same way? He doesn't like the heat. So he's well, he like normal like it people. Being cold okay. either. He oh, likes so California. California is. We yeah, all know yeah, California is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> we all know California is perfect. Shout out to my state. <laughs> Very perfect. Right I'm not there. doing this. I started with that record um, because did I already introduced the pod, didn't I? I started with that record. Oh, um, you want to mention our Twitter one more time? Is it's the OD, right? Because they screwed us over. Hold talk on. Talk about it. Yeah, talk about it. I always have to go and check because I memorized the first one, and then we had to find so many different variations. Uh, it's the ODP cast. So once again, it's the ODP cast. Once again, that is the ODP cast. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, ODPcast, and then follow us on Facebook, The ODPcast. Um, where else? Oh, we're also on Apple. Obviously, we're also on Spotify as well, The ODPcast, or The OD Podcast rather. We'll, we'll talk as a family soon because I think it will only be on one streaming platform very, very soon. Um, where are we starting? Oh, I started with that record, Fashion Killer for a Reason. If you guys actually follow me on Twitter, I, I said it for a reason. Or I actually said it, and I kind of gave away which song I was starting this pod with and one of the things that we've heard since we since we've been gone is supposedly rihanna is pregnant with asap rocky's child that part in that record fashion killer when he said her attitude rihanna she get it from her mama am i the only one that hopes that they have a girl just for that bar to be true she's not pregnant even if she's not can we play with the idea kenise is such a hater dog why why you don't want her to be pregnant Wait, hold on, wait, pause. You don't want her to be pregnant, or you don't want her to be pregnant by ASAP? Neither. She needs to get back to her music. I don't care, live your she life. She ain't coming back to music. Live your life, queen. We know you're not coming back. It's okay. We're going to just start from the beginning. What you know that she stopped doing music and became a billionaire? I need Why would I jump back into that pot concert. right now? Just one last final goodbye concert. That's it. You, get a goodbye you need closure. <laughs> you go get a goodbye closure. <laughs> She's like, please, just let me know it's really over. That's a better question, actually. Or that's a better conversation now. Are y'all closure people? 
Y'all want closure? With artist or? Period. <laughs> Honestly, it. Uh, when, you, when you leave a situation, do you want closure? I'm the closure. If yeah, I, I said it's over, it's yeah. over. If, if I feel a way, that's it. I'm the closure. Whatever my feelings on the situation is, if I feel like I need to. Do you still have one last, th- one last conversation when you end it? Like, that's the last. It's over. Like, that's the conversation. I agree. Yeah, like this, whether it's friends or relationship, this will no longer go on. This relationship will no longer continue. Of course, you got to, I mean, if you're just going to, like, go somebody, I mean, that uh, you could. But if you're in a relationship with somebody after a certain time, I would respect them enough to be like, yeah, this is not going to work. I'm not just going to fall off the face of the planet and they'll never hear from me. They'll have one last conversation, and then I'll fall off the face of the planet. I fall off. All the way off? Yeah, no warning. I hate people like you. I sincerely hate people like you. If I messed up, let me know I messed up. Mm-mm. <laughs> let me. Why? Because you know, at the end of the that's day, that's not true. That's not always. No, true. yeah, it depends on what it that's is. That's not always true. It depends on what it is. If you know me, then you know it's good. What if I'm getting to know you? That's not fair. Then you don't need closure either. Then if you're just getting Th- to know me, you don't know me all the I way. I was gonna say that too. If a person is fresh, like you said earlier, if a person is fresh in, then maybe they don't deserve closure, but. You said if a person knows you, that they know where they mess up. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's true. I think it is. I mean, well, over time, I'm sure. You but take a guess of where you went wrong. You know what women do? Because I don't like this either. When That's like a woman when she's mad about something. And she asks flat out, like, what do you think I'm mad about? I'm never going to answer that question because I'm going to say something else that's not on your mind. And now you're mad at me for two things. So why do y'all play that game? Well, then stop doing several things at once. (laughs) (laughs) Capri, cut me here, please. I mean, I don't think he's going to have to. uh, I'm going to say why I'm mad. I'm going to say it. I'm upset because of this. Yes, and if you should have known, I'm going to say, like, yeah, you should have known, but I'm not going to, like, be like, well, we're looking at each other. (laughs) <laughs> like like the voice, like Diddy on the voice? Yeah, one of those. We're not doing that. I'm going to look at you probably for a second. I'm going to give you a few seconds and then be like, all right, cool. So you don't know what you're fucking dumbass. <laughs> then we can get into it. But I mean, but okay, so what do we... I would hope he knows so he can address it. What are the type of situations where you need to, like, you should know? Like, you should know. Obviously, we're not talking about the elephant in the room of, like, cheating and, like... First right, of all, I got you. Is there cheating? But anyway, um... It's like okay, and I think we, we talked yeah, about this on the podcast before, but I'm just gonna because it's a good example. If somebody has worked the night before and come home and it's <laughs> not gas in the car, and the other person has work in the morning, and I wake up and I come like and you hear me in there rattling, I'm fucking huffing and puffing, and you babe, what's what's wrong? What the fuck you mean wrong? I gotta go to the gas station now. That's a fucking 15 extra minutes out of my time. I wanted to sit here and probably smoke a blunt. Now I gotta go and get gas, and it's probably cold because he probably put this stupid ass time to do this. So yeah, then I would be very irritated, and then I would look at him and be like, "Do you do you not know?" And then I would be like, "Yeah, you definitely." Is that about knowing you though, or is that about just like decency, like common courtesy? I mean, what, I if, what if somebody I don't care to stop at the gas station? What if somebody was like, oh, no, sometimes I actually go like to get coffee or whatever. So everybody's different. You don't know everybody. Some people may not care to stop. It may literally not be a big deal for somebody. Oh, it's fine. He, I needed to stop there anyway. I was going to. Like, so I'll just get gas now. There's nothing to be upset about. I don't know about. anybody that wanted to go to the gas station before work. I mean, people get stopped. Okay. All right. That's fine. No, you I'm don't just, know. I mean, you yeah. could be right. I'm just saying. 
I mean, yeah, it's not ideal for most people, but some people get to make different stops. What if they stopping to get coffee and gas is right there? Like maybe it's not a serious inconvenience for one person as it might be another. But I guess that could be common courtesy, so it's not necessarily knowing your partner. I mean, knowing your partner is like, I don't know, getting the wrong, like, flavor something at the grocery store, knowing, like, they don't like something. And it's like, obviously, I'm not raging and mad at you that you got me the wrong chips, but we've been together five years. Why would you? You know I don't, <laughs> you know I don't eat this. Like, I, I asked you for the, for chips. You bring me the one I don't like that I never eat. You don't see me eat it. That would probably be something to be like, uh, okay. It's interesting this conversation. But that's small, so I can't think of anything that's like, you should know me, and it's like a, a big deal type thing. Cause I mean, I'm a, I'll give you one. <laughs> this is about to trigger the hell out of me. How do y'all feel about um, toothpaste? When y'all finish y'all toothpaste, do y'all put the caps back on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, well, I like to get the the flip. Yeah, same. Where you Even just better. flip it closed. There are some women who I, I, I can't speak for men, but there are some women who don't. There's people who don't. Have I lived with other men? No, I'm just no. telling you what I've dealt no, I'm with. Just, yeah, I'm saying there's I'm like saying. a lot of people do I'm, that. I'm sure. I just said I'm sure it's people, but I can only speak for the women that I've that I've encountered in my life, and that baffles the hell out of me to walk into a bathroom and see a toothpaste with no cap on. I will walk out of the house like it's. You like, so you feel like she should put that back on because she knows you don't like it? No, well, over time, if a person is with me, they would know that I don't like that. So but, she, it's okay. So right. So that's what I was saying, but. That's one of those things that I think that can turn into one of those, like, nuanced things. Like, maybe one person wouldn't be as mad at that. Mm-hmm. That shit irks me. <laughs> like, that or shit, like it, we it, said, just it gets get under the me. flip and flip it close. And then there we go. That, like, if you have a, a serious problem. I have problem, seen that like shit Like, it's a bad bro. habit. Like, I've left it open before. I'm not going to be like, oh, I've never left it. But that's why I prefer the clip. So I'll get the flip one if it's theirs, just because it's more, like, convenient. But, I mean... I'm like that with the trash can. Mm. As far as what? Do not leave the trash can open. Like <laughs> that. Will the lid on it. Yeah, or the the washing machine top open. That, that pisses me off too. Me <laughs> stuff that falls in for the washer can. That I don't even like. Just it looks tacky. Close yeah, it. <laughs> like it just looks weird to me. What else? What else is a, what else is a pet peeve for Kenise? Let's go to pet. Your clothes out, like hanging out the drawers. That kills me. I get to the point where I don't even put my clothes in the drawer sometimes. <laughs> that kills me. <laughs> she said, oh, that kills me. <laughs> She's getting mad all over again right now. I mean, but this is stuff like you should, you learn about your partner. So it shouldn't, it shouldn't become an issue in the future, honestly, unless somebody's just inconsiderate. Like the, the toothpaste thing, if that's something small. So if your spouse really didn't care, but they're like, oh, and like, okay, I know my husband's going to care, so let me just put the top back on. That shouldn't be a big deal. Let me just close the lid, even though it's so small to me. Oh, God, it's so annoying that she wants that done. But just close it. <laughs> if it's not that big of a deal, like, in the grand scheme of things, what are you really doing? You're closing the fucking lid. You're putting the cap on <laughs> the fucking tooth. If that's what's going to keep the fucking you peace, <laughs> if that's what's going to keep the peace, like, there should not be an argument because that's how things pile up. It's like you done did... You don't. You did twenty small things that annoyed me, which is tur- now it's a big issue because you did this, 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 and that, and you're just being inconsiderate. So I think that's where it gets into it. Even if somebody might not care about something like the other person, you just have to be considerate to somebody's feelings. Vice versa. There's always going to be difference in like a, cu- a couple. So one 
person might not like this, another person may not like that. You just gotta kind of meet each other in the middle. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I hate when you the, know rag, that the record, dish right? rag or the. You don't know that record? No, I don't know that record. I hate when the dish rag or the uh, dish sponge is not like ring out in sync. That like, pisses you know, me ring it out first. That's bacteria. That's yeah, so you gotta ring it out. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. And if you guys haven't been able to tell, Kanisa is not the the music g- guru here, which is why we want her here at all times. I am just with our other types of music. I just asked you, isn't that Lana Del Rey? I don't listen. To Nobody that. knows. I don't know who that is. Well, I would have said, "Will you meet me halfway?" Right on the way. That of that one. You know, y'all know the rest, right? Now. That's what you were just saying. Night night it wasn't. Oh, <sighs> I love that song. Oh man. Anywho. Uh, speaking of considering people's feelings, can we get back to Rihanna for a split second? What about it? Why are y'all so aggressive with no, Rihanna no, right now? Because I mean, I love them. Congrats. What's up? What's, what's, what's up? And yours is the exact opposite. I don't love them, and <laughs> you hope they're not pregnant. Yeah. It'd be cool. Have to you ever heard somebody wish anti-pregnancy on somebody? It'd be cool to see Riri reproduce. See a little baby Riri. Oh, if it's a girl, that's so cute. I just want the record to come to life. Like, I just want him to actually be able to name drop Rihanna in the record and 10 years later have a, no, nobody I mean else that's cares. cool. Okay. Hopefully they, you know, last and still because that's dope. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see overall. Um, did y'all have topics that y'all brought in? I know it's been quite some time in general since we met. Yeah, but I'd rather wait till we get. Same. It's probably going to. we get deep It's in. probably going to couple with some other topics. I don't want it because. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about just some other stuff that we. Well, I don't know if Kanice is actually into this one. Did you watch by any ch- or did you hear about a Kanye West <laughs> interview on Drink Champs? Mm-mm. No. Caprice, did you watch the interview? Uh, I think. Didn't I? It was so long With ago. With the jacket? Did he have on the jacket? Yes, he did. With that puffy jacket and the gloves. So Where he said he was uh he's not divorced yet cuz yes. papers. Yeah, he said no papers have crossed this table. So he, oh, so he, s- he said, yeah, I still call her like my wife. Okay, I remember. So it's a lot that Kanye actually said in that interview. I thought it was very um, poignant when it when it did drop. And like I said before, I wish we was able to get to it in live time but or in real time. But it's still in the news for various reasons because that interview has sparked a lot. You just said it right now. He, he said in there that he had – I thought it was interesting, but he said he had a, a problem with Kim's publicist. And that's somebody that Kim deals with daily. We just talked about things that you should know about your significant other. If your significant other feels like, especially your spouse, your spouse feels like the publicist is driving a wedge in the family, the publicist has to go, right? You would think. Kanye West is delusional, though. See, and this is where we I draw the this. fucking line. Okay, let's let's figure this out. Why? He's just something's wrong with him. He has issues. Don't we all? So no, my publicist probably wouldn't go. Coming <sighs> from him. Why, when she's putting out information about his children, those children well, see, aren't his. See, I don't his. know the backstory though. But oh well, his whole thing is his whole thing is more so she's the publicist. So what her job entails and i guess this probably goes back to your original point maybe he's gonna have a problem with any publicist but the publicist's job by default is to handle how the person how the the figure looks in the public and part of that for kim has involved 
her kids. Okay. And Kim is a or and Kanye so far has been <laughs> very vocal about being against that. What you got? All I was gonna say was he knows who he married, so there's that. Boom, you know who you married. People should st- not saying that this is their situation, but people should stop trying to marry people, marry them, and then try to change who they were before they got married. We've seen Kim; she's been her. She loves being in the spotlight. She loves it. So if her publicist tells her something that, oh, this will be a great story. This will be something, and it's not a shot at her. That that's her thing. So she's she loves it. She's she wants to be in the magazine. She wants to be doing her interviews, doing that's she could she gets her money that way. That's great. But he knew that before. So you kind of know who you married. So you can ha- like you said, you can hate her. Probably hate any publicist because any publicist is going to promote publicist things this looks good do this go on this interview tell them what north did at the beach like they're going to tell you to do that any like it, that's kind of what they get paid to do so is the publicist telling her to parade around with pete davidson oh, mm. who knows who knows so if you can i'm about to be so pissed right now if you have a problem with asap rocky and rihanna you definitely have a problem with pete davis with pete davidson and kim kardashian right didn't ASAP Rocky say something about not liking black women? Did he? I don't. Unless I'm confusing. <laughs> him Honestly, not to be like that. There's so many cases. Like I'm him. trying to think. Like, what did that's he why say? I don't want him. Her with him. So no, I don't have a problem. For what it's worth, he. I'm. Oh shit! I'm not gonna defend him. Let me not defend him. I. I mean, pr- I believe in. <laughs> I have a different view of marriage, so I don't believe in dating unless you're f- completely divorced. So I, I look at it's nasty to me, regardless. You're still married to another man. Not defending so him, but addressing nasty. the ASAP Rocky thing. I think what you're thinking about ASAP had gotten to it with Azalea Banks, and he he mentioned purple lipstick, Mm-mm. and that wasn't it. Well, that's a separate time, and I might have just got ASAP in more trouble. So let's move on. Azalea's uh, crazy too. I don't know if that was a good example. No, no, I was like I just said, I was trying not to defend ASAP, but at yeah. the same Let time, me not throw say him a little she's bit. crazy. That's a, a poor use of words. She's done some outlandish things like she's she's lit she's had a running with people. this podcast hasn't popped yet and she will hear this and go after you just so you know so keep going she hasn't had a uh i forgot what i was saying she was running in uh she has had a lot of run-ins with different people that you wouldn't even think like yeah. her and this person got it to where it's almost like okay is she the problem because it can't be all 35 of these people so i'm just saying and she's not coming for any fucking body up like let me get back to that She's, Talk your she shit knows then. she's done crazy things. Azalea, I've done crazy things. It, I'm not in the media, though. So that's just that's just that right there. I think we all, well, I hopped off the Azalea uh, defense bandwagon when she got into it with Pharrell. I said, fam, Pharrell? I said, yeah, there's not. just a lot of people. So I hope, <laughs> you know, hope that's okay. Hope that's sorted away in that area. Because, I mean, <laughs> nobody who wants to have drama with just a bunch of people all the time. So I would just. I would just hope she's okay. Like I said, not calling her crazy. I would just hope, like, all those incidences, when you read anybody getting into it with several different people, several different times, it's kind of like, okay, is everything all right with that? Um, Back to the publicist conversation real quick, because we're talking about this, uh, somewhat summarizing this Kanye Drink Champs interview. And obviously, we're probably going to leave the elephant in the room for the last thing on purpose. But he he purposely, it it does that sometimes. They, They do... Y'all to whack, depending on how you're bending them up. But um, as far as the Drink Champ interview, he, he did say, and this is what I thought was interesting. He <laughs> he said everything that he said about the publicist, and then he said that 
He kept calling Kim his wife. He kept saying that that was his wife because no papers have come across his his uh, table. Do y'all think that the divorce, whether Kanye is in on it or not, do you guys think that the divorce was a media stunt or publicity stunt rather? I mean, I don't know. I really, I don't we know. We could just spark conversation at this point. It it just ran across my mind as we were sitting here talking about it. I mean, I think that's silly. It's bad publicity. I don't think it's good publicity. What are, Have we not believed that Kim is one of those people that any publicity is good publicity? So will we, will right, we but they will both have to be in on it. I don't see Kanye no doing that. No, the fuck they don't. Oh, so, okay. then Kanye just confused. said that no paperwork has come across his desk or his his table. Therefore... He could be looking at Kim like, is it serious? Whatever the case may be. To Kim, she could know what she's doing. So you mean publicity stunt on one side, not as a couple? Because when you said stunt, that's... No, it could be a publicity... The publicity stunt is going to be them as a unit regardless. Period. Because they're in it. Because they're in it. It's a marriage. They're both in it. Now, if one is doing it and one doesn't know that the other is doing it, that doesn't change the fact that the publicity stunt involves both of them. Okay, right. Yeah, see, I, what I, I thought you were asking me, like, do I just think they're both in on it? Like, just together. I just together. think you guys think it's a publicity stunt. Because at, no, this, point, at no. this point, if Kanye said he hasn't got any paperwork, and we can move on from this, and we see what we saw with her being out with Pete Davidson, coupling that with what he said about the publicist just looks like they go hand in hand, no pun intended. Then we start seeing them walking hand in hand. So, I don't know, man. It, it looks like a retaliation, or it could be a retaliation move. Let me get out of here, right? Let me move on from that one. Um, does anybody care that Kanye went after um, Big Sean? What did he go after him for? <laughs> he said that that was the worst decision that he made. That was the worst signing that he made. I know Kanisa's is sitting over here like, mm, I'm off it. I'm over it. But I just don't know why he said that. Big Sean is not a bad rapper. You you can say he's not the best, but I mean, I don't what? think he's good. You don't think Big Sean is good at all? You don't think he's good at rapping? You don't think he's good at music? What do you? Th- nothing. Rapping, no. He has a few few good songs, but as a rapper, no. <laughs> I I don't want to laugh, but but this is the one funny thing that Kanye did say. Because for Kanye to be, and this is why I refuse to believe that Kanye is just up shit's creek without a paddle. Like I don't think that he's just absolutely. Complete batshit, because he said that he's always looked at his music. I forgot what he said he was watching. He said, but he's always looked at his record and his single as his soundtrack if he's walking through the airport. And this is what's interesting, because what I'm about to tell you is, what if Big Sean being a bad rapper or being a good rapper, great rapper, has nothing to do with why Kanye said he was the worst signing for him? Hear me when I say this. I don't know if you remember this part of the um interview. But Kanye said that he expects his single to be a soundtrack while he's walking through the uh, through the airport. He said he begged Big Sean not to name his first record or his first single "Ass." He said because when I'm walking through the through the airport, I want people to scream my record at me, like it's my sound, like it's my like it's my theme music. He said you're gonna walk through the airport, people are gonna look at you and go "Ass, ass, 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 ass." And it was a valid fucking point. From an exec's mindset, it's a valid point. So that gave me, and again, he didn't go into detail about everything, but he signed somebody 
that literally rapped for him. Literally asked, Ye cannot rap for you. He rapped for him. That story was crazy. Yeah, he was the walking. story is nuts. He was rapping from when he was walking. But that tell that gives you you take you wherever you go. That gives you a glimpse into who Big Sean is. He's persistent. What if Kanye is saying that because Big Sean was one of the artists, probably that was least receptive to what he had to say? Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Then that would have so nothing to do with music. It wasn't coming from a musical standpoint. Okay, that makes Nigga, sense. Nigga, you don't listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they just... Wait, never mind. You just, they just would. I'm with it. He, he just got dragged online on Twitter. Why? Talk about it. Did I you mean, see this? Mm-hmm. So I haven't been on Twitter enough. Uh, I didn't watch the whole interview. It was an interview for Essence, and he was just saying how amazing black women are. Um, and then he basically, what did he say? Reference something like, uh, black women are like the closest thing to God. And they were just like really dragging him because they was like, you never dated a black girl. You've never seen <laughs> a black girl. Like people, a lot of people were like, but. With Wait, like a who bunch was this for? Big Sean. No, who was the, the interview for? Essence. So, yeah, I just I just giggle because he's getting dragged now. And then what Kanye said about him being the worst thing, <laughs> like he's not, so a he's lot not of people said into his 2020. I don't think. Yeah. And I didn't want to come in here and talk about it. Like now that we're now that we're on it, I will. I guess we'll, we'll talk about it for a brief moment. But obviously, I've been updating my podcast topics. I had reasons EP in here, which three records. I, I thought it was dope. Real feature heavy. He said he went with a lot of features that um, people have been asking him for. In addition to that, Big Sean and Hit Boy released another project. It's a little, another little EP, and I told you this before. I I got through two records, and I said I don't know what it is. Sean can rap. The music don't hit. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't turned on him in a while. I like it's his new stuff. Yeah. And I was very upset when Detroit Two came out because I told you Detroit is by far his best project. Period. Detroit is his best project. I feel like when you name. When you have a sequel project years later, if you're not in that headspace again, you have the damage of damage, or you have the the opportunity and the chance, and probably the likelihood to damage that reputation of that first project, or at least the series, I should say, maybe not the first project. So, when I thought about that EP, and granted, it's not just the only one, but it brought up the original question. You just said that he has a couple of a couple of cool songs, but you don't feel like he's he he, he you don't feel like he can rap. I feel the exact opposite. I feel like Sean can rap his ass off. I don't know how many good projects we have from Sean. I know we talk about classics, but I said good for a reason. Yeah, like from start to finish. Not even from start to finish. More good than bad. His Hall of Fame album, we talk about the control verse, and we don't talk about his. And he killed that fucking verse. But we talk about Kendrick. It's not his fault that Kendrick name dropped and did everything else. But and I can't think of a record. It might be Ashley. Uh, it got a Nicki uh, feature. That record goes. I don't know how many other records I can name from that album. Dark Sky Paradise is probably Big Sean's best studio album for me. And then I think about everything Kanye didn't say in the interview. Those two things might coincide. Yeah, well, he feels how he feels. He feels Remember regretful. what we said? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said he feels, seems like he feels regretful for 
signing him. Remember what we said before. It's like if you have – and <laughs> I was talking to somebody about having favorites. I was saying it's not about having favorites, but let's say that you have two siblings and you have a sister who doesn't ask you for anything and you have a brother who literally asks you for everything. You're going to get them both whatever they want. You're probably a little more eager to do – to get – whatever the, the sister wants because she's not typically the one asking you for something. If you go and take that, apply that knowledge to this situation, the way that I look at it is somebody asked Kanye why come Big Sean wasn't a part of that uh that seven that seven album uh, seven song album rollout in June, was it last year? This is the reason why. I think that Kanye has no problem Shelling out all of his resources to people like Tiana Taylor, to people like Pusha T, hell, to probably even say hi to Prince. I think he's very reluctant to help Big Sean, despite the signing. So maybe that maybe that goes in Big Sean's defense a little bit. But um, obviously, he talked about Drake as well in the interview. He said that um, I think Nori, shout out to Nori. Um, NEFN. Uh, Nori had mentioned it. I think Drake didn't, never said that he did anything with Kim, whatever the case may be. Kanye kept saying he alluded to it. And of course, it was a, it was a lot of tiptoeing around certain situations with Drake, but he, he tried to call it into the beef. And I don't even know if we can call it a beef, but an into whatever this this was. And if we fast forward a, fast forward a couple of days after the interview, we saw Jay Prince along with Kanye, along with uh, Drake, kind of solidifying that this was over. They said that they were going to have a benefit concert for uh, for Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover Jr. was actually um, in attendance, and it happened at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum. I, I wish it actually – I actually had a chance to, to be there, but Caprice, it happened on your birthday. Did you guys hear anything about that? No? About – I'm sorry – the the free Larry Hoover um, benefit concert. Oh yeah, it wasn't free. <laughs> that's what everybody was saying. It's not free. Okay, that's why I remember. Okay. <laughs> well, if it's a benefit concert, the proceeds will be going towards the benefit, right? Right. So, like, wait, was it supposed <laughs> to be free or was it not? No, it's a free Larry Hoover benefit concert. We're attempting to throw this benefit concert in the hopes that or under under the guise of free Larry Hoover. So they're trying to get somebody free from prison. Larry Hoover has been in prison. Um let me actually look up the exact amount of time. And this person is still alive. Yes. And this money actually went to try Best to friend free him. of uh Jay Prince. Prison sentence. Damn, what do you do? He's accused of a lot. Yeah, there we go. So he's serving six life sentences. What? All convictions. Bro, okay, continue. Are you done? <laughs> so the w- <laughs> I don't I didn't I didn't like her reaction at all. Um, where was I at? Um six life oh, Okay, cool. So yeah, so he's serving six life sentences. The convictions that are listed here are murder conspiracy. Extortion cont- uh, continuing to engage in a criminal enterprise. So this Concurrently does currently or consecutively. This is continuing. Extortion continuing to engage in a criminal enterprise. No, like it's a sentence. Six oh, 
Uh, I think they're consecutive. But see, the thing is, here's the here's the interesting part. I heard somebody speaking about it. And let's go ahead and. So he's innocent. So. <laughs> what they have said is the original life sentence I believe that he's facing now or the, the sentence that he's facing now stems from the criminal enterprise charges behind crack cocaine. So what they're saying is the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Oh, considering the time drugs. served, considering the time served, he should have been out based on this. And what they're saying is because he ran that criminal enterprise allegedly according to them back in Chicago as a leader of a well-known gang they 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 literally have him and I don't remember that maybe Kenise can actually help us out being a, a criminal justice major I don't know it's not I don't think it's solitary confinement but he's restricted from any outside interaction for 22 and a half to 23 hours a day. And he's been that way, I believe, for the last 15 years. Damn. And the argument behind that, and I could be wrong as far as the time. And I could be wrong as far as the time, but they don't even let guards work consecutive days around him because they're citing that he's so influential (laughs) that he can get anybody to do his work. So that's that's the the argument behind the way that he's been treated so far. When you think about how he's been treated for the duration of how how long he's been treated, that's what everybody's saying. He should be out on, on these charges, and now we would know. I, th- I believe that's a pending murder charge that he would go and face that, but he can't even face that if he's never going to get out of this situation. So the concert was to bring light to the situation, and I think that's what the issue was. Everybody wanted to see them two perform, and nobody knew why they were there. Yeah, I certainly didn't have a clue. I heard, I didn't even hear. All I heard people saying was, oh, it's not free. So mm-hmm. people didn't even, like, know what it really was for or care, didn't care. I don't know. I, but I that's believe that the proceeds went to his legal team, went to his oh, legal okay. counsel. So, I'll be honest, if this is what it takes, first of all, I think the Drake and Kanye quote-unquote beef was very, very lackluster, and I'm going to say this on record one more time, I think what we what we need to pay attention to in terms of Drake beefing with the Gemini is Kendrick, because despite people that I've talked to in music as well, who have looked at me like I was nuts when I said that Drake did take a shot at Kendrick by saying, on Poppy's Home, when he said, uh, all these kids sign him up for adoption, or he said, put him up for adoption. Sign my name on it. Dot. That was obvious. I let it go. Obviously. Everybody, I thought it was very. I thought it was very clear. Only because Kendrick is known as K Dot, and Kendrick plays with his voice. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. That's the only yeah. part of that record where no disrespect, but yeah. Drake is literally singing Poppy's Home on the on the hook. At no other point in that song does Drake's tonality in his voice even sound like that. Yeah, I don't think he would even try to say it. That this is the interesting part. I think, aside from maybe us two being like the only two on a, on Earth, planet Earth for some reason, that had feel that that was a diss, even if it wasn't a diss, I think that's the window that Kendrick needs to jump out. That's all he needs. 
So I think while this this quote unquote beef between Drake and Kanye is over, that's the one that I think is actually about to start up because I think K Dot took it as a shot, regardless of how majority other people feel. Um Y'all don't want to bring oh, before I do that, Kanye did open up to it. He said that he um This is why I kinda disagree with Camise. Because Kanye is very within the moment at times. And what I mean by that is he'll he'll give you versions or, or pieces of him if you sit there long enough to listen. And some are clearer to, to decipher and some are obviously harder. But Kanye was very open in saying that he he brought in Virgil as his understudy and as somebody to kind of give him the give him the the inside scoop to, to the fashion world. And, of course, Virgil Abloh, excuse me, I don't want to um, mispronounce that last name. Or is it Abloh? I apologize, guys, either way. Um, Virgil, who is actually the creator of Off-White, Kanye was open, and he said when Virgil got his job with, or his position, rather, with Louis Vuitton, or with Louis Vuitton, rather, um, that he was jealous, that he felt the way. And just the way they kind of time is permit for us to to record this next pod, um, since we've recorded the last pod and since that interview dropped, uh, Virgil has passed away at the age of 41 years old. Um, another loss similar to Chadwick Boseman, just in the, and I hate comparing, just in a simple vein that both were dealing with internal struggles that they kept very, very quiet and kept very, very close to the vest. Um, prayers to his family, his fans, his friends, um, his co his his colleagues. And um as I said before, I, I pray for Kanye uh, in in addition to that. I pray for everybody who um knew Virgil per- personally. And again, this is the second time and we mentioned Chadwick as well and we, we talked about how documented it was in terms of um, people highlighting how much weight he had lost when he was going through what he was going through in silence, mind you. Um, I find it interesting that hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? This entire Drake, Kanye, hell, you could even drag push push a T in the, into the beef. How many times has Virgil's name been said amongst those three oh. over the last two years? You don't think you ever heard what? His name? I mean, out of those three mouths? Okay, did I don't know? Then I don't not in the loop. Then no, I was just I was just listening to your answer, but Kanye said or Drake said, excuse me, in the Duppy freestyle in Duppy freestyle, he was talking to Ye, but he said I can never have a Virgil in my circle and hold him back because he makes me nervous. So that's just one of the times that somebody has mentioned Virgil's name. Hindsight is twenty twenty because once Virgil passed away, I realized over those two years or so when everybody was saying his name, ironically enough, that coincides with the two years that he was dealing with his battle, Virgil never said a word. That's what I found interesting. Because if there's no greater proof, 
that this music shit don't matter? That this fashion shit don't matter? Let Virgil be the representation of that. Virgil was at the, the peak of one of the, if you guys are calling it a beef, not you guys, but if the world is calling it a beef, Virgil was at the center of the hottest beef, the hottest beef rather in hip hop and never said a fucking word. That's what I took from the last two months that I was away from this podcast. That's what stood out to me. Yeah, I don't think he cared. He had other things going on. So I don't think he even gave it a second thought. We can move on. What's next? I have no fucking clue. Um, Something non-music related? Yeah. Okay. We can hop right into that. Um, well, see, that's why I wanted y'all to bring up y'all topics, because mine's aren't necessarily music related, but it's entertainer related. We can talk about some court cases. Okay, let's do that. Do y'all want to talk about Jesse Smollett or no? <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> y'all got it, bro. Because if I say anything, I'm wrong. No, say it. He lied. No, okay, he's a f- that's clown behavior. What I'm is he? Ex- what is he? What is he? What What did he think? He literally had celebrities on national television saying like, "This is terrible. This is a tragedy." He had p- celebrities in the back of their limo recording and posting on Instagram. Yeah, this is terrible. I w- you know, why would this happen? And then you lied. And then, first of all, you didn't even try to make something believable. What did, what did, what was it? You nigger. <laughs> oh, that's laughing. I'm not supposed to laugh at that. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta bleep that. <laughs> we gotta bleep what that. Are we, what are we bleeping? <laughs> nigger. Bro. Why? Oh, because. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we gotta bleep this whole shit. Oh my god. Well, I mean, that's what he he said. That that was the point of the joke. That's, and that's a brilliant joke. So oh, that shit. I mean, you could, you need to take it out, but I'm just saying. That's what he said. That did he came say why he did from it? From his mouth, he, he he's <laughs> probably just disturbed. He needs help. That's when people do stuff like that, celebrity or not. Even if I don't know, even if, even if you've ever had a friend like lie about something major, and it's like, why would you lie about that? People are looking for attention. Like that's just somebody that's looking for attention. He was apparently it was a guise to try to stay on the sh- the show, or he was supposedly whatever. getting originally. I think he was getting ridden out of the show. This is where this is where we were being told. I think he was getting written out of the show, or he was disappointed with, it might have been both. He was disappointed and unsatisfied with the amount that he made per episode. Um, okay, now you make nothing per episode. Yeah, so he, he stays in the t- staged an attack. Staged an attack. Where he was attacked by two Haitian men, I believe. I think he said and one said was that he man. was. That's what I thought. And said that he was attacked by two white men in MAGA hats who poured bleach on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is They're going to be so pissed at this convo right now. Because it's all a lie. I can laugh at a fictitious fucking story. It's fucking funny. Keep going. <laughs> and then put a noose around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He really just had to just take it home with that. You know why I laugh? It's also anger in that laugh. <laughs> that's happened to real black people. No real shit. So that's why I'm laughing at him. I don't give a fuck. You decided to do something dumb, dumb, looking for attention. 
Real, this has happened to real people, especially as a black person. Even if you're going to lie about all that, you really threw the noose in there? And he knew he threw that in there knowing that's black people's sensitive topic. We hear some shit, a noose. In any story, we're kind of like, okay, that's kind of what we draw the line. What the fuck happened? We're kind of like black people don't lie about that stuff. We have nothing to gain from saying there was somebody put a, a noose around our neck or something like that. So this is the part where I laugh, and I don't mean to laugh. I'm sorry, but they said when the police found him two hours later, and I think he was back at his apartment, the noose was still around his neck. Now that's the point. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna be so real with you. <laughs> what the fuck is going on today, guys? Maybe it's just you know what forget about it <laughs> i don't know what's wrong with him i i truly hope that he sought help for that i tr- and then not only that he pays these dudes with a check are you dumb is you dumb fam all right Kenise, this is your this is your field this is your field so first of all i i got in trouble i was learning getting getting into this podcast field when this originally took place and this is maybe episode three or so. And I was going to fuck off about Jesse. <laughs> and main reason why I said that is because I have gay friends who you hear their stories and some of the things that they go through. And you really don't understand how people are so concerned with certain things that don't affect them. So I was hot. To the point where I won't even repeat a lot of the stuff that I said about Jesse. I backed off of that topic originally, and I said, you don't wish jail on nobody. So that's never the the goal. However, an example has to be made. And then the trial starts. He really messed up his career, man. This shit sounded just as idiotic on the stand coming from him. I don't see him getting I said, fam, what the fuck, bro? I don't see him getting a job after this or not a serious role. Who wants that publicity? Are you kidding? You lied. First of all, you lied to the nation. Like, this is, as a country, like, people knew this story. <laughs> like, it was kind of a big deal. It's like this this star from, like, this show that's popular. Even though everybody doesn't watch it, that's a popular show. It gets the ratings. And he got it canceled. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's just like, I th- honestly, something was really, something must have been really disturbing him for him to do something like that. So, yeah, hopefully he, he got help because that's, that's crazy. Anybody lying about something crazy like that, it, it just don't make no sense. Kenise, talk. <laughs> figure I this don't, out. I don't have anything to say about him. You got to figure this out. You got to defend it. Defend him. She agree with us. It was yeah. a it was a poor thing to do. He made a a poor decision, and yeah, he he went he was just he went too far with it. He he could have sold us the story. That's the thing. It could have the narrative now could have been. You couldn't find two white people. The the narrative now could really be, wow, that was really a tragedy with him. We we really hope he's okay, and that would have been it. Like people would be getting bashed if they try to say anything bad. Not about to mention, it. he said this shit to. <laughs> I've never been, but I know a lot of people from there. And nobody from Chicago thought that this shit could take place in Chicago. Yeah, people were like at 2 a.m. fam in front of a subway. They were like downtown new- Chicago. They were like news. They were just like that's it was yeah. 
Now, guess what? Guess what? Let's hope some shit like that don't really happen to fucking somebody. How about that? That's why I was upset. Because the next time, and God forbid, but we kind of know the way this, th- that this world is, there will be a next time where somebody, their story is going to be not believed on, on the initial report or the initial instinct, I believe, is going to be to not believe when another one of these hate crimes happen because this fucking idiotic situation. Um, <coughs> you got anything to say about the Tory Lanez and Meg case? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Wait, I haven't been... I'm waiting to on. just... I'm waiting to get a verdict. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, you, can, you can update her since you know. I, I know we talked about the um, some of the reports that have come out. I know the first report was that the police officer had reported that um, that was on scene that night. That I believe this is a, an account from Meg that Tori yelled "dance, bitch" before shooting at her feet. Nah, you don't have to just stare at me like that. So. Why is everybody laughing at inappropriate shit today? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? That just, uh, I, I just wonder if that was said. So, right, I think everybody wonder, wonders whether that was said. You don't believe it? Mm-mm. I don't want to believe it. Is there a reason why? It just stupidity. Right, it sounds cr- like, yeah. like really, like that. Did that happen? Like if that did, of course, we would just be like, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> nah, this is real life, and I'm not trying to make a joke out of it by no means. But like, you guys ever seen like them old school like Batman movies? Mm-hmm. Like, and the Joker wouldn't really try to kill people; he just would try to like make you mad, uncomfortable. That like he, <laughs> Caprice is fucking acting out a Batman meme. But that's what it struck me as when I read that shit. I'm like, fam, who is he? Penguin from Batman? Like, he's shooting at your feet, laughing. Like, it just. It, it struck me as, I'm not saying the person can't do it, but it struck me as odd. Tory's defense team went up and I believe asked the cop two separate questions. And he asked the cop if um, if he interviewed, uh, oh no, if he was aware or if he believed that Tory Lanez was under the uh, influence of alcohol. He said yes. He asked if he checked Meg for intoxication. The reporting officer said no. Tory's defense team said, are you aware that a person under the influence can remember things wrong? The officer said, correct. And I believe Tory's team rested after that. The latest piece of information is there uh, apparently no fragments were ever produced from the bullet in her foot. So that, if this is true, because this is all alleged, if they were in there, that's major malpractice because the doctor's supposed to give that to the police because it's evidence of a crime. So the doctor's in trouble. Or B, there were no fragments. That's literally the only two. The doctor threw away bullet fragments from a crime scene or there were no fragments. So we'll see. You told me something about a, a and then we can let Kenise hopefully give us some, some legal uh, jargon to kind of make us understand this hopefully you said that the bodyguard gave some sort of story yeah apparently the security guard gave a story for a who? while ago when it happened for who, I'm sorry. i forgot was it meg was it tori but it's one of their security it's somebody's okay. security that was there apparently allegedly um her megan her friend what's the what's the girl's name okay well megan <coughs> the friend apparently uh when I, when did I drop the disc record 
Yeah, apparently they had got into <laughs> That's it. Fucking nuts, bro. About uh, they were both, you know, had relations with Tory. So apparently that I guess that topic came up. A kind of argument ensued. I'm I'm Appear- gonna hop in a couple times. I'm sorry. So that means she was she told the truth in the diss record. I said it when it dropped. I said that sounds like the most logical shit. Because she said in the diss record that she wasn't even mad at Meg when she started fucking Tory. So when she said that, I said, so yeah. she was fucking first. So apparently argument ensued, and then apparently uh, the gun was out, like on Tory's lap or on the floor, and the friend grabbed the gun, and her and Tory start tussling. Meg, I guess, was like, all right, fuck this. I'm getting out the car. Got out the car. They got out the car, too, still tussling with the gun. Apparently it went off. And it ricocheted and it hit Meg's uh, foot, and that's apparently what they saying happened, which is actually pretty believable for her to get shot in such a random, you know what I'm saying, random part of her body. But I mean, who knows? But at this point, it's those bullet fragments is the case. Yeah, that's I don't. That's like the main portion of it. That's all that matters. Everybody yeah. is all raw on Twitter. If you if you already on his side, we know where you stand. That's really sad. Let's be adults. Let's talk about it like adults in a real case. The ju- How y'all know before the judge do? That's what tripped me out. Y'all just know everything before the judge do. Judge ain't even given a sentence yet, and y'all just know who's guilty. The judge haven't even seen the facts of the case. You will never see all the facts of the case. Well, what the judge will see. So y'all don't really know what will happen because everybody's already, you know, Tory is – they already tried to cancel that man. On Twitter, first of all, on Twitter though, we know Twitter's not a real place. If I roll up anywhere blasting Tory Lanes, nobody will give me the evil eye. So you, you guys know, no. So okay, come to come to me then. <laughs> like, are you gonna actually tell me, hey, you shouldn't be, you need to leave? <laughs> like, are you gonna pull one of those? Because then I'm gonna say fuck you and get out of my face, and then you're probably gonna do so. So nobody's actually gonna want to tussle over. <laughs> Who's listening to what? You're listening to Tori. Oh my God, I'm like so offended. I wish somebody would. I would be like, Are you okay? Are you fucking delusional right now? You on drugs? You really care who I'm listening to in my car? But, um. Just saying, tussling over Tori Lane. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah, like Kanisa already agreed, the bullet fragments is everything. So, like, quite literally, if they can't provide that, that would, like I said, either the doctor's in trouble or there was. No bullet fragments. So that we'll see. And then that's going to pretty much determine the, the case. case will be closed. Yeah, the case that. the case will be yeah. closed. Because they're going to be like, regardless if y'all was tussling over a gun, even if it did go off, did she get shot? If she did not, then no. But it's crazy because she was, like, very adamant about it. Like, in those videos where she was like, you shot me, you or you shot her, whatever. She was, like, pretty adamant that, like, someone shot her. So... Yeah, that's it'll be cr- it, it, it's just it'll be a crazy turn of events if like we find out that didn't happen because then it probably would be linked to her being intoxicated that night and like you said not being able to recall properly because of course if you're even tipsy it's hard for you to re- you know recall mm-hmm. properly so it could have went off and it could have somebody could have got scared. I was gonna say the scared. same thing if it went off and I I, I really want to say the name the friend's name is Kayla or some shit like that. It, a K is in my head. I don't know. I could be wrong. Just for the story for story purposes, let's say her name is Kayla. Let's say they were tussling over the gun. Which by the way, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and I'm gonna let you. I probably shouldn't say that. I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. And <laughs> yeah, whoa. And that would also mean if this story is true about that, what the security guard told, then the villain in this story is really a woman because she grabbed Tori's gun. Talk about it. 
Talk about it. If that happened, because Even they. Shouldn't have had to shit out. This, um, how do you tussle over a gun? I don't understand. Why are y'all argue, Why are y'all fighting over the gun? Well, but here's the thing too. Remember, I had said that's why I said I'm gonna take my stab in the dark because I had said when that record dropped, that this record dropped, and we made fun of it, and we kind of laughed about it. But in all seriousness, we said she's probably telling the closest thing to the truth. So just from that story, remember, I said, what if Meg was in the car, and well, if all of them were in the car. And they got into it about Tory, and the women were tussling over the gun. That's what I—that was my story, was that the women were going back and forth, not saying who was trying to grab it first, but the women were going back and forth, and it went off in the car. That was my story. That's what I kind of deduced from what I heard from different parties, based on like like Caprice just said, based on what the uh, security guard just said. If that is the case, I guess one big question is how did he get out to begin with? And then confirming that that friend did indeed reach for that gun. And then, like she said, it'd be case closed if no if nobody got shot, bro. Y'all were three drunk people with a gun that went off. That wasted mad resources. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what the judge has to say. Now with you know Twitter already made their decision. The jury on Twitter has spoken. Tories guilty. That's what Twitter. Been guilty for quite some time. Yeah, been guilty. So (coughs) we'll see. Um. Speaking of that too, I don't I, I don't want you guys to think that we haven't been following this as well, but I hope you guys have. January fifth, two thousand and twenty-two. Yes, guys, January fifth, two thousand and twenty-two. That is the official date of the Eric Holder trial. Um, that is the man that is in prison right now for allegedly killing, murdering, assassinating the legend that is Nipsey Hussle. Um, wow. We. I, I did find an interesting thread earlier today kind of detailing what Nip was trying to do. Well, what Nip was doing already in the city, but I thought it was interesting that people had highlighted that Nip was supposed to meet with LAPD the day after. Therefore, you knew it was known that if Nip was in the city every morning, he was going to the to the marathon store. It was known. We saw Nip daily, daily, to the point to where I don't have any pictures with Nip because I saw the nigga daily. So there are a lot of people that are still hurt. There are um, a lot of people who will be all eyes and all ears on January 5th. Um, rest in peace to Slim 400 as well. Um, and Young Dolph. Young Dolph as well. Fuck me. Um, that was, yeah. Rest in peace to Young Dolph. Rest in peace to <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. Rest in peace to Slim 400 as well. Rest in peace to everybody that we have lost since the last time we potted, guys. We ap- we apologize um, if we're forgetting anybody. Um, I actually, we do have some other semi not so great news to get to, but um, I, I think it'll be important just to play this while we're talking about it briefly. But the Young Dolph situation was um, – was obviously both situations, him and Slim 400. Both of them were sudden. Both of them were extremely sad. Um, Not really sure where we are just as a people in general. And coming off of the the trial being set for for Nipsey Hussle, I remember going back home to L.A. And for whatever it's worth, I've always felt safe in L.A. in certain areas, mainly because – you learn how to respect the politics of LA. 
And because of that, I've never disrespected any any particular code. So I, I've always felt pretty safe in L.A. And I say that to say the feeling in the city immediately after Nip passed was something that I, I can't really put a, a, a word to, mainly because everybody seems so welcoming after that. It seemed as if we all knew that we all had to do better. And it was a lot of people that, while they were excited for it, it was a lot of people that was questioning how long it was going to last. And those moments obviously come flooding back when I think of stuff like this. And uh, obviously, I don't want to be too, too sad. So I'm going to try to get something popping so we can get a little bit in higher spirits before we unfortunately have another sad topic to talk about. We don't have to do either one if y'all don't want to. I did want to mention the Henry Ruggs accident out here in Vegas. Did you hear about that? And the Alec Baldwin prop gun situation. And then the trucker. And you have another one. So we'll let Bill rock for a little bit. By the way, guys, this is the first time Kenise has ever bobbed her head to anything I've played. <laughs> you gotta like this song. Come on, man. Growing up. I thought she would like my fort. Never mind. <laughs> I almost gave him more promo. My gummy bears are good. Do you have any right now? Would you eat some? I would. Damn. Did you bring some? Damn. I love you, Oh, man. Always makes me feel better. Oh, so wait, what are, what What's did up? you say? Oh, are we, we're still in court cases, right? Because you said Ruggs and... Henry Ruggs. Um, well, that's more the actual case. Um, I mean, that's more the, the event more than the case. But the Henry Ruggs case, um, I believe right after we potted the last time, shortly thereafter maybe, Henry Ruggs was involved in a two-car accident that claimed the life of Tina Tinter and her dog rex um and for what it's worth too i keep telling people that a lot of people keep saying no no disrespect to obviously to tina tenter um most most people are reporting it as henry ruggs killed tina tina tenter there was two people in that car or there was two heartbeats in that car is what i always go with so that dog counts and a lot of people don't mention that. If I go home right now and beat the shit out of my two dogs, those are two charges. Yeah. <laughs> those are two charges. That's there's no way around that. So I think it's very disrespectful to say that there was a one that there was one fatality due to that accident. Um Y'all wanna address the alleged eighteen shots at Top Golf? Y'all wanna address the alleged hundred and fifty six miles per hour? Y'all wanna address the alleged argument? Inside the car, what do y'all want to address? No, I didn't hear about the argument inside the car. So you want to address the first two? What was the argument? What was that about? Um, I don't know if you saw that TMZ video, but after the video, I mean, after the crash, Henry Ruggs is kind of sitting on the ground. Oh. and So did you see that video? I saw him sitting on the ground, but and she so was screaming. So, like, she, yeah, yeah, she's rubbing him, and he's just kind of, like, stunned by the fiery shock, and he's just kind of watching the car burn, and she's, um... 
trying to trying to grab his face and like turn towards him towards her and she keeps saying look at me she keeps saying look at me she keeps saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and i told caprice in a moment i think i might have sent her the video and i told her obviously i've never been in a situation as crazy as that but i told her she's apologizing for something and that's what i kept telling her i said i'm not saying henry ruggs was wrong i mean wasn't wrong she's apologizing for something she feels like that's just as much her fault as his. So supposedly there was an argument inside about obviously another woman. Um, I'm not sure if it was somebody that she found in his phone or something along the lines of that, but they were arguing. I don't know if anything else got, I don't know if anything got physical. I don't know anything of that sort, but I do know the way that the accident happened. Henry Ruggs didn't switch lanes or anything of that nature. Tina, uh, switch lanes in front of him and by the time that he tried to slow down he wasn't able to and that's how he ran into the back of Tina's car honestly it's just sad he it was more than a mistake like that was a fatality because you know I saw a lot of rhetoric like well we all make mistakes we don't all make fatal mistakes let's just start there we don't all make fatal mistakes so He's he's gonna have to pay for what he did. He consciously decided to drink that much. Consciously decided to get in that car, go a crazy speed limit like 156. That's that's like racetrack speed limits pretty much. Um, but yeah, honestly, it was a lot of tragedy. Even the witnesses or one of the witnesses said like they heard her screaming in the car. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty fatal. Like honestly, that was horrible day for him like you know the people always wonder like dang what would have happened if I would stayed home or if I would have did this it's honestly it's really unfortunate that he threw his life away and that another person passed away because it's just I don't even see how he was still standing after all those shots number one and I don't see how he was allowed to be served that many shots on a tab I don't even see how that was possible. So their top golf is definitely partially responsible because they kept feeding him liquor, and we this is Vegas. There's no cutoff. Well, I, so I've he also just uh, I'm gonna throw you a couple of notes um, about the facts, rather, while you're going through the the notes about this. I do know whenever not just the Raiders, but obviously the Raiders are out here, and specific NBA players when certain people come out here. Top golf has a third floor that's that is oftentimes strictly reserved for them. So I'm not saying that the, the amount of shots was okay, but that's how I kind of picture something like that happening. Henry Ruggs is at Top Golf in a secluded area. I'm pretty sure he took care of the person that was serving him. And I've, we, I mean, I've worked in restaurants to where as long as the money's coming, the drinks are flowing. So that's the first thing. And the second thing I did want to mention was I was told, shout out to Matthew Raftery from Talk That Talk Radio. He said that um, he confirmed, I guess he checked in with some people, and he said that he d did confirm that the Raiders do have somebody on payroll that is strictly reserved for picking up intoxicated players and their family that members. That's the first thing I thought about. So supposedly it's, it's probably obnoxious though imagine picking them up i can imagine pay <laughs> i don't yeah. want to do i guess but i don't know if i want to get thrown up on anyway go ahead well it doesn't uh, for what it's worth too it's anonymous like it's I mean, it's no it's questions between, asked. yeah it's no questions asked rather than anonymous thank you the person to come pick you up 
whoever you're with and take you to your destination. So a, a lot of people have said that Henry Ruggs' punishment should be a little harsher simply because of that. The Raiders have kind of put things in place to prevent things like this from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we can You can continue, or both of you guys can continue. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty much done. Yeah. So a couple of things about that story obviously kind of just struck me the wrong way. Um, irony is one of the things, and it's, it was said a couple of times, and um, we know about Al Davis and the way that he would make cer- certain picks and decisions for football, and I remember the Raiders picking Henry Ruggs and saying that regardless of – um, his talent elsewhere, whatever the case may be, the main thing that jumped off the the paper to them was his speed. And their slogan was always speed kills, speed kills. And That's just scary. I bet he it, it's just certain that. things that, like I said before, I, I, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I do pray for Henry Ruggs. I do pray for all that are, that are, that's involved. I pray for his girlfriend. I pray for the family of Tina. I pray for everybody involved. Um, like I said, we, we talk about sports and things that we say in sports and how we say it a lot and don't realize. And I think that's why we made the Virgil point earlier. We get so involved with certain things that we don't realize that this is real life, that people are going through real things. And um, yeah. I'm not sure I have anything else on that. I know I really don't have too much of anything on the Alec Baldwin prop down thing, aside from the... Uh, yeah, that the person that was in charge of the props, which is that there's a person for that, should have ensured, first of all... Did you hear about this? Oh, but so you've been quiet for a little bit on this, so let's see. Let's No, what you got? I you got to explain it they, to her. Yeah, they should have. Uh, you know Alec Baldwin, the actor. Mm-hmm. He was on set out in a, one of the scenes. Uh, he had to use a gun, obviously, which I don't know why they used a real gun, but it was a real gun, and it happened to be loaded. And when he shot it off, he killed somebody on set. I mean, because, I mean, if you've ever shot a gun, you already know it, it pops back. So if you already don't expect it to really pop back, it could have went anywhere. So it, it ended up killing someone that was on set. Um, so a woman, rest her soul, a, a complete tragedy, but, uh, yeah, they're, ba- they're investigating and trying to see why there was a bullet in the gun. First of all, a gun doesn't come with a bullet inside of it. It's sold separately. So you would have to actually physically put it in there and physically take it out. And what I was also telling him before, it should be mandatory on every set of every movie to check the guns. Like, a person themselves should still know how to go in there and look at it really quickly so they themselves can know, yes, even though the person that was in charge made sure I checked it one last time, and I'm sure, so that things like that don't happen. When you're working with guns, you can never be too safe. You can never be too sure. It's not one of those things where I already checked it, you're good. I checked it, but go ahead and check it again. Just be sure. Helena Hutchins was the name. Cinematographer okay. Helena Hutchins was uh, shot and killed on that set. Yeah. I so, I mean, somebody has to be held responsible. I, I would think it's the people that were in, like, whoever was in charge to make sure that that gun didn't have bullets. Because now now it's like, so who bought bullets for this gun? And put it there. And put, put it, it in. Yeah. So, so here's where I'm at with it. Because we talked about it before, and we were trying to figure out how many people – it passed. You get me? And, of course, the last line of defense, we would assume, is Alec Baldwin because you shouldn't be shooting 
a gun in a movie if you haven't had proper gun training in general, just so you can know how it works. I would assume that Alec Baldwin, in, in all of his years of acting, that he would check the gun anyway. Was he but not supposed to shoot the gun? No, he was supposed to. No, he was supposed to shoot it. It's a prop. So he thought he was... It was supposed to be a blank. He's yeah, it's, yeah. It if was it's a, a real, real gum, it's supposed to be a blank. And by by Kinesis, by Kinesis side eye, I think she's kind of with me where I originally was with this. Where are you at with it? I think they kn- all knew it was a bullet in there. I don't think Alec knew. I, I don't think, think Alec knew. Alec he Alec has knew. nothing to gain from killing a random person on well set. Well, then he's going to be charged but too. But also, negligence. There was apparently some disgruntled workers. There was like a walk off before this happened, of like stage crew. So it could have also been, fuck you, I'm not going to do my job right and see see, see what happens type shit. Like, I don't care. Did you check the gun? Who cares now? Yeah. It could have been one of those two, which they were trying to keep that under wraps because I didn't hear a lot about it. And I saw, that it, I saw that it was confirmed. Like, there was, there was some issues on set, like, before. Some people were unhappy. And First thing I thought about was, no disrespect to Helena Hutchins, but I don't know what position she held. So when I heard disgruntled workers, I said, could she be the cause of the disgruntled workers? Could if there was a walkout, could she be the one that organized the walkout? We talked about Larry Hoover earlier and how they treat who they feel like is the mastermind. But they couldn't have guaranteed she would have got shot. That's why I don't believe that. Unless Alec Baldwin was in on it. Yeah, and I don't believe that. Unless he's just a nut, and I don't think that. Because like I said, he's filming a movie. You, he has nothing to gain from just randomly killing a woman. So I hope they thoroughly Or he, invest. he could say it was an accident. And now I'm going to sound like I'm trying to accuse Alec Baldwin. I'm not saying he did it. But if he did want to be in the scenario to get something off and say that it was an accident, yeah. this could be it. I'm not oh. saying he did it, but I mean, I pray for him as well in this situation. But there was also, uh, I don't know if you heard Scott Peterson. He he was on death row. You said Scott Peterson for mm-hmm. some reason. I think I might have stopped the pod. But now it's just a life sentence. But that was some news because people were, the people were really wait, wait, upset. Wait, hold on, I'm sorry. You said he was on death row at first. Yes. Now it's just a life sentence. When was he gonna die? I mean, you know, death row could take years. People be on death row for years. Yeah, but they expedite some people. Yeah, some people. You got to do some shit, like some shit shit. They think he did some Well, shit. no, I mean like times 10, though. Like if he murdered a woman and baby times 10, like then they probably would have been like, let's get a needle in this man next week. How did Casey Anthony do? How did she do what? Never mind. She, what was the question? I'm confused. No, you were talking about if what? Scott Peterson, you said if he did X, Y, and Z, and that's why I was saying how did Casey Anthony's case play out. But that's what I said. Oh, mind. yeah, well, of course, they he was found guilty, but we already know how I feel about that. Have you seen the Hulu doc about it? But have you know about the case? Okay. You I, think don't, he, I don't like watching stuff like that. Okay. Well, do you think he did it? You prob- Well, you probably haven't heard the facts of the case in a while. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Are I don't think know? he did it. Yeah. So there's that. But if don't argue with me unless you haven't watched. You said you don't think he did it? No, I don't think he did it. I think he was a crappy husband, but I don't think he killed his wife. If you watch the Hulu doc, you would know why. You think why. he looked for her when she went missing? That's why I said I think he was a shitty husband. So he probably was, it was one of those situations where you think she went missing and he was like, well. What I'm saying is he was a shitty husband. So when news broke, it was hard for him to play Mr. Sad. Because I don't think he really, you know, loved her. So I think the moments that they caught him smiling or doing whatever, it's because nah, I don't think it's because he killed her. I think it's because it was hard for him to really. It that was almost like an out for him, and 
it really wasn't because of what happened. But um, a lot of what they said is not conclusive with uh, what a lot of actual witnesses said. Like there was a, like a robbery nearby when she was out walking her dog. Uh, literally at the same time, he was at his office, which was like far away. There was computer activity at home of her Googling, what was it like? sunflowers or something something that she liked like it was a favorite of hers and they confirmed that the computer was on that time searching that so she was home the day that they're saying that she was already dead they said that he had already killed her and it doesn't add up and i think they were trying to close the case so that's where i stand on it but um any other court cases can you you hear about the truck driver they got 110 years 70 170 years? So don't you disagree? Yes. Okay, thank God. I was You got to like, give the people the back the background. <sighs> this poor man, I think they said he's 23. He's an immigrant. So we already Cuban. know. I did see that. Cuban. We already Cuban know why immigrant. they threw the book at him. Um he was going 85 down I70 in Colorado, which I googled it and if I'm correct off my research, that would mean he was only going 10 miles over the speed limit for trucks in Colorado on that specific interstate. Um, his brakes went out. He crashed two people, obviously, caused a 28 car pileup, and four people died. And they're putting it all on him. And somebody actually said they think the company is like paying out to, like, you know, not be a part of the case type thing. Like, they oh. might be paying out money so that they're not getting in trouble. Like, paying money so they'd be like, yeah, just, just put it on him. Just, you know. They figure he's an immigrant, so they figure people, you know, they thought people wouldn't care, but that's why there's so many petitions. Do you know truckers are refusing right now to deliver? That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't think it's the company's fault, though. Why? They were supposed to, with inspection? With inspection? drivers are supposed to do the inspection. Bef- like, before, before they get on the go, road? So how do you know inspection. the brakes are going to go out? You check that stuff. Like, the drivers, that's the driver's responsibility. No, but what I'm saying is, so there's a, there's a way, like, if you're looking at it, you know if they're going to go out? I don't know how it specifically works, but as a, a driver, you're supposed to be the one that checks those things. So th- I think the sentence is unfair, but did he do his check is the is the question. If he Apparently, for, well, from what I've heard from the case so far, well, they said he's cooperated with them, so I don't know if they've gotten to the part of, like, did he did he inspect, like, did, did he do his due diligence to be, like, off the hook? Um, but there were also, that company had also failed. Um, I'm sorry, but I told you I think 10 the fact that he went 10 miles oh, 10 miles per hour over the speed limit, I think that automatically makes him on the hook. I'm not going to say solely, but that by the book, he unfortunately, that's what's going to get him caught up. Well, I, I disagree. I, it's the brake. Because what, ma- what made her broke this whole situation was his brakes going out. I if agree. I'm just saying him going 10 miles over the speed limit don't, doesn't help. Well, Unless yeah, they it, can it, prove it, he was going over the speed limit because his brakes went out. It, yeah, it doesn't help. Yeah, that is true. But um, apparently the, the the company or whatever he was working for, the trucking company, had had, like, several violations before, like, within the company. Mm. So this is, like, mm. not the first time there's been some type of issue. Maybe not, like, brakes going out, but this is, like, not the first time. Not and the first negligence issue. Yeah, so it makes you wonder, like, you know, maybe maybe they were cutting corners and maybe he did check and it looked good. And he was like, cool, so I'm just going to go. I just can't imagine – 
them not checking, but then also I'm not a trucker, so they could probably be in a rush and think, oh, I did it a million times. I don't need to do it today. So That happens a lot. So, yeah, so, you know, what's what's the big deal? But then also, even if he didn't check, I feel like the company is still on the hook because why do you have trucks with shitty brakes? Like, with shitty, why, like, everything should be tip-top. There should also be, like, inspectors that are looking at this, and obviously, like you said, before you get in, you do it, but before the truck even hops in, the company, it should be, we know this truck is tip-top. We shouldn't. But when you have drivers that are trained to look at that stuff and they get their license for that, you have to know how to do that stuff in order to get, like, your CDL. I'm not going to, that's like, someone rechecking a doctor i mean you're trained to do that so i'm trusting that you're going to know how to do that so if you're saying that they're okay and you're, you're turning in the paperwork that says it's okay and i know you're trained i'm going to think it's okay that's just me maybe a yearly type of thing they would do it, but i can't see someone else going and then them ch- double checking that for every single truck that that's i don't think that would be like i just i thought that's how it worked but i guess not but they probably should think about that because that would stop things like this there should be a person that does that and then you go behind it because, like you said, it might be like going behind doctors. Well, well, because there should be somebody that's designated to do every single one, and then okay, y'all go back and check, make sure your engine is good. It's almost like well, like fire trucks, you know, make sure your engine is good. We're gonna give it to you, and it's supposed to be good. Just make sure. But we did check, but to it's go, sad. To go back to the break up. point, um, I don't know about on eighteen wheelers and trucks like that, but. You can see if the pad is running low, and obviously the most get the so if the pad is running low, then your brakes start to rub against each other. That's when you know when you need new brakes because you come to a stop and your car starts to screech. That's because there's no more pad there. Now you got the the brakes rubbing against each other. So you can see it on a typical car. I don't know about I don't know about an eighteen wheeler. Oh, how fast you were going like before a crash? No, I'm talking about the brakes. Oh, okay. remember you guys were talking about how would you know how fast? Uh, no, how would you know? Oh, uh, if, the brakes if your brakes are, are if they're going, about to go out, yeah. That truck probably made noise like hell when it stopped. That's and what I'm saying. I can't imagine he was driving around with it making noise and just was like, ah, "Fuck it." Bullshit. Have you ever pulled up on a beside an 18 wheeler on the freeway and they're going 45 miles per hour in California and then they stop? They screech to a. They come to a screeching halt. I a lot of them trucks really brakes are bad. A lot of excuse me. A lot of them are. Uh, one other thing you guys just mentioned. Damn. About. It was about. CDLs. Oh, you mentioned yeah. CDLs. That was the thing I was saying before. I wouldn't say, and that didn't even cross my mind about their inspection whenever they get their truck, because that does take place. CDL was what I mentioned when you sent me that story. Mm-hmm. I said, unfortunately. He doesn't have a regular driver's license. Uh, yeah, but I was talking about speed limits he, at the time. I understand. All of that is encompassed in one. It has to do with driving. When you go for a CDL, it's a more intense driving test. So if that's the case, you know more than the average driver. So you can't go 10 miles per hour. The punishment for me going 10 miles per hour, unfortunately, and killing four people, knock on wood, knock on wood because this never happened, right? It's going to be significantly less than the person that has more training. It's just the way that it's going to work. Whether it's fair or not is something that we could talk about. But I told you, he has a CDL. He had higher standards to hold. So I told you, while I think that the, the similar to Kenise, while I think that the sentence is unfair, I think one part where they're going to kick him in his ass, unless, like Kenise said, unless 
they can prove that the brakes going out made him go faster and go over the speed limit. If they can't prove that, the simple fact that he was already breaking a rule didn't help matters of whatever went wrong. Yeah, that's why we'll see because if they can prove he did do what he was supposed to do Which and I the brakes went out because, like I said, companies cut corners and I'm pr- I don't work in trucking. I'm pretty sure there's ways you can make it look like it looks good, padding, whatever, whatever you got to do, and it's not. So well, it, you ain't even got to do that. You could just falsify reports. Yeah, not so to sound like that, but I didn't work for plenty of companies that. Yeah, we did that. That's gonna be the problem if he turned it in and said nothing was wrong with them and actually they actually went out. Then that's a problem. If he didn't do it, it's still a problem. So I don't really see him. I don't see him getting out of it. Oh, but it could also be. What if that wasn't the first time that truck was being used? What if somebody previously reported an issue on that before? That's, That's cool. also an issue because that means you're passing around a truck that had issues before without that driver knowing it. Because if you were a driver, would you get into some shit that they said previously had That's issues? True. I the fuck would not. Without saying this company's name, I definitely won't go back to a certain building because I have said that I don't think the building is safe. I've had a supervisor come out and also agree that that building is not safe. I no longer go to that building. There are still security guards at that building. It's like that building in Florida. They thought that I was pray safe to too. God. I keep telling people, I pray to God that we as a company get our guards out of that building. And I'm going to say that here. And I won't say the name because of legal reasons. And I don't want to be, fi- uh, be fine and 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 put on the hook for this and sued, but I have let that company know we need to get rid of that situation because you don't want the blood to be on your hands. Um, Do you guys feel that people should be getting death sentences and stuff? Depends. On what? Like if somebody killed 10 babies, yeah. Needle. What about kids? If Should a child get a death sentence? Or like be charged as an adult? Oh, that's a really iffy situation. It really depends on the age because anything under 18 is considered a child. So are we talking like under 10? A child, just in general. So anything under 18, yeah, it, 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 it's still going to depend on the age for me. If you were 17 years old and you shot I think 10. It depends p- on the crime for me. If you were 17 years old and you shot 10 people in the head, you should be charged as an adult. If you were 16 and shot 10 people in the head, you should be charged as an adult. Nigga, if you're 8 and you shot 10 people in the head, you need to be charged as an adult. I don't. Now, I don't agree with that 8-year-old. No. I don't think anybody under 25 should be charged as an adult. I have met some crazy 11-year-olds. I don't know, fam. But are they crazy or are they mentally ill? It could be the environment. I'm not saying the reason. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I was on TikTok. I have met some. I'm trying to choose my words wisely. I have met some, some vile kids, bro. But is it their fault though? I, whether it's their fault or n- is n- is not the part of the point I'm arguing. I'm. I would never say it's a kid's fault. I've lost friends in the fifth grade, so I'm never gonna say it's a kid's fault. But I, I have seen people be bred into something and literally we fr- we we've lost what we believe that person to be we've lost them what you said you saw a tiktok uh it was a man and he got like life in prison for killing two people at 13 he killed two people at 13 what, what was why um i think he said something about asking them if he could wash their car for money or something and they said no and him and his friend decided to go in the house and kill them 
I honestly think a situation like that, I think you need life in a mental hospital. I hate to say it, but that you want to know what might have screwed him over? Premeditation. He didn't have a gun on him and react out of anger. He went and grabbed the gun and came back. No, I don't think it was. A, I don't know how they killed him. He didn't oh, talk about okay. it or anything. But I was about to say it, but that that one difference. If he had the gun on him and kind of reacted, maybe it's a lighter sentence. But leaving and going to get a gun and coming back. But your child, though. You had time to think. But they, your brain they doesn't even time, fully though. develop until you're twenty, like twenty something. I agree. That's why they should put them in a, um, one of those mental hospitals. I guess like. For I, I don't know if he was thirteen uh, until he's like twenty five or some shit. It's his brain isn't finished finished developing, and then maybe test them to see like are they still okay. It's just the reason that's so iffy. I cause I'm like into this stuff sickly, but uh, I've read stories where a, a lot of children who did commit crimes like that and got out as like an adult like committed crimes again, and we're like just just fucking crazy. It also goes into part they didn't get rehabilitated while they were in there but they're also crazy still so like it's it's a problem so i mean if they can guarantee they don't think this person is going to recommit yeah and that's hard to say argument would be about sentencing because like i think that they i think certain damn we missed the opportunity we were supposed to talk about henry ruggs jail time because you said he threw away his life and things like that I don't think Henry Ruggs is going to do that long in jail, by the way. Like, I, 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 I backed off of my original point. I said 20 years, and I'm down. To, he might do, like, five. He might get sentenced to 10 and do five and get out on good behavior. But the reason why I said it is because kids, and I'm not even going to go into, like, the lesson thing, but we've all made mistakes, 100%. Similar to what Caprice just said, you, and this is where always the debate is going to be in terms of court, you have to determine which situation calls for which punishment. Now, I'm not saying punishment in terms of sentencing because similar to what we just said about, ah, damn, Caprice, can you figure out his name just so we can say it? The uh, the truck driver. Um, that 110 years, while we admit probably in certain moments he did do something wrong, we don't think he should get that. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me saying that a kid should be tried as an adult. I don't think a lot of these kids should get life. I don't think a lot of these kids should get 65, 55 years. Well, let me not say as charges an adult. Maybe I should say they should get life from should they get life from no, prison. No, I'm never with that. The people that are saying Henry Rugg should get life for going 158 miles per hour, being 23 years old, whatever the case may be, sorry, that means that you guys lost three lives that night because Henry Ruggs lost his. Not literally, but figuratively if you want him to spend the rest of his life in jail. I think the sentence should be extremely significant, and I also think he should never be able to drive again. And I'm never with that answer. I'm with the, nev- never, I'm with the never being license. able to drive, but here's here's where I'm kind of against it. Like I said before, if you sentence Henry Ruggs to 50 years, 55 years, whatever the case may be, I don't think he's going to get that. But if you sentence him to that, Henry Ruggs does 26 and gets out. Henry Ruggs would be pushing 50. Okay. Henry Ruggs at 50 years old, I keep telling people, I want to hear how he – thinks at 50 years old because when he went in he was 23 years old in the second or third year of an NFL contract so your career is over you damn near have to be an activist for drunk driving now I think we eliminate we rob people from learning from his experience if you lock him in jail for the rest of his life yeah that, that was my argument do we believe people don't change 
No, hell no. Jealous wants to be. Here's the here's the issue. Pedophiles, I don't think they change. I'm I'm kind of with you with that one. Here's the and I could also say rapist too, but. You disagree? You think a pedophile could change? Yes. I think their brain is literally wired a certain way, and they're sick. And I think it's just like being bipolar. I'm still not going to say life in jail. It's just I don't. I just feel like people like that are not in control of it, so I don't think it's fair that we like. They're not in control of their thoughts, like how they feel? None of us are in control of our thoughts. I'm saying, but they're they're in control of how they act. So you're saying, like, they can't control how they feel. I mean, if we're saying they're in control of how they act, then we're saying that everybody who's mentally ill is in control of how they act, and I think that's wrong. I'm, I'm with that. People that are mentally ill don't. So then they should get life that. then if they can't control how they act. A pedophile. Maybe not life in jail. I said life in something. Or life somewhere. If they can't control how they act, they got to be locked up somewhere. Yeah. I'm not saying we should let them go and let them keep doing it. Right. But I just. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't find pity there. Sucks for them. What was. I forgot my original point. I was just saying that. um. Oh. The reason why, when you said, do, do we think that um, people can't change and things like that, I'm against life sentences because I know for a fact that jail doesn't rehabilitate. Yeah. I've heard that from people sure. who have gone. For sure. I shouldn't say I know it for a fact because I haven't been and I don't want to. But I've heard from people who have gone as if we needed any more confirmation. There's no rehabilitation going on in there. So I think the issue is people don't want to send people to jail for 20 years. Because they'll be like, oh, they'll get out and they didn't learn anything. If your jails are properly doing what they said that they were doing, 20 years is more than enough time. Yeah, I think prison is a punishment. It's solely a punishment. When I think of somebody should go to prison, like it's people who do bad things, like bad people who are just no remorse. I don't care. I'll do it again. People who get on the stand, they'll be like, yeah, I killed and I'll do it again. Prison, go ahead, bye. Just punishment. (laughs) But the problem is like we're talking about there's a lot of crimes that a person could be rehabilitated but we'll never know if we just stick them in prison for like the rest of their lives so i i could see that too i mean there's i mean there's plenty of people in prison who don't belong in there who've got harsh sentences i I mean at this point um it's really disturbing i just think that like if you're a rapist or a pedophile you get the least amount of time or like because if people do sell drugs, they want to give people prison time for, like, marijuana. Like, it's just crazy. Like, when you read news stories, I see so many times, like, rapists get seven years. Rape, rape two-year-old, what? Seven years? That's not, that's not, that's not a long enough time. That's <laughs> and they serve three and get out and on good Yeah, that's how, that's why there's so many pedophiles or rapists literally running around. I know you say you don't like to, like, think about it, but even if you Google, like, pedophiles near no, you. I've seen it. So many come up, so many come up, and it's like, what you? Because I can, you can go online and see like what they've done, and so some of them it's like, what? Why the fuck is this person out on the streets? No, I don't think two years was enough for this person, or whatever the case may be. So that's pretty disturbing. It's just weird. That's what you see mostly, getting like the least like sentences. Like if you do, if you deal People like cocaine, yeah. If you dealing like cocaine, and they found you with a Hundred kids, oh baby, that's life. If you kill somebody, you probably have a better chance of getting off than all having all that cocaine on you. I just think it's crazy. It just makes you wonder, like, what these judges are like. Like, are they rapists in their real life? Are they pedophiles mm. in their real life? You know, because what they let slide, like, what's so common, it just really makes me wonder, like, 
what like who do y'all feel for when they get on the stand? I think a lot of the judges just be feeling for people like oh I, I the understand. judge definitely felt for Kyle Rittenhouse and we saw that shit the whole trial. Oh yeah. Oh what? They was a kicking and some old shit. He asked the entire he asked the jury and both sides, legal sides, if they needed a lunch and they said no. And he said we're gonna take a lunch. <laughs> that you Bro, know, he's getting interviews fuck, and job offers and and this is exactly Kyle Rittenhouse is a piece of shit. Yeah, this is exactly what black people are talking about when white people get to do whatever they want. He's literally parading around doing interviews. Oh my God, we're so honored to meet Mr. So-and-so. This man is a murderer. And they love to say black people only get upset when black people get murdered. He murdered two white people, people. Yeah, newsflash, he did not kill any black people. And we're still disgusted. And we still think he should be in prison. They literally told those two people's families their lives meant nothing we already know why he didn't get charged it was a it was a blm event they don't care who was there doing what it was black lives matter they think that's just a gang it's just bad anything about it oh probably looters i knew he wasn't i already knew he wasn't gonna get sentenced but i knew for sure when the judge said he would not allow them to call them people victims i was like oh that's nasty I was like, that's gross. I couldn't imagine being those families and you're not even going to call them a victim. That's the least y'all could do because he's not getting a sentence. That's the least y'all could do. So I knew then once he said that, he wasn't going to sentence him. He just was like, we have to do the trial, so let's just do it for the cameras. But you're going to get off. They both knew. Kyle knew. Them tears, crocodile tears, he knew. Apparently. Where are we at? Um, can y'all talk about y'all y'all topics now? Can y'all bring up y'all topics? Now? Uh, I think I already mine already got brought up. That was my topic. Yeah, the court thing. I thought you said you had two. Um, we talked about it. The last one was my about kids. What am I saying? No God. That kid. That's that's a heavy topic though, cause yeah, you really. You really just don't know with kids, because like you said, it could be there. There, it's different. So many different mental things that could be wrong, and especially if their brain is not fully developed, you don't know what could be wrong. Well, now tell me this: if you had, or let me not say if you, if somebody had a child, right? No, let's say they had two children. Many, many scenarios. <laughs> yeah, many scenarios. Say a person had two children, right? Let's say the age difference was like five years. So the uh, person has a, a baby. And a five-year-old. This person several times found the five-year-old trying to, like, violently harm the baby, trying to do something crazy. Would you not not to necessarily put your child up for adoption? Or should that person put their child up for adoption? Or would they be a bad person if they sent that child away, like, to a, I don't know what they do for kids that are acting crazy like that. But if they sent that child away, like, would they be wrong? <laughs> My mama would have put hands to asses. Which yeah, wouldn't have helped anything. <laughs> I'm just saying what my mama would have did. So do you th- like you think that person should put their child away to get help? Like if they're doing things like that? They could visit. Look but at how harder fucking but scenarios but are. But we right? don't know, you know, how long it might take for them to be maybe she that kid won't get out until they're seven, until they're eight. We don't know. They need to see Or eighteen. <laughs> I mean fuck? because they have to make sure that child is not displaying any homicidal, you know. And then what if that kid gets sent away and now I got a resentment toward both of you? Who got the resentment? The parent? The kid. They got sent away. Well, it was no choice. It was either kill the baby and you get more traumatized or get help. 
that kid will be fucking traumatized. Let's put it this way. If you didn't get professional help and that kid did something to the baby when they got older and they look back, they will be like, why why didn't you try to stop? Did I, was I doing anything weird before that? Like, that's your responsibility as a parent to make that decision because the worst outcome is that child doing something to the baby and feeling bad about it when they actually process what's wrong or they don't feel bad about it you kind of know that the kid is already a psychopath which there <laughs> there are some kids that like mentally ill huh but mentally Ill. well their psychopath <laughs> is, a, is a term ain't it that's a real term yeah yeah so some you know, some kids that have been diagnosed as psychopaths like literally having no remorse so that's why i'm saying it's not common but there are kids who are out there that have done crazy shit and like didn't feel bad they also say see how your kid responds with animals and stuff oh yeah that's for sure that's usually the easiest way to find out because i read a story like this this woman and like her boyfriend moved in together and i guess he had a kid from a different uh relationship but the kid ended up moving in and the kid was doing crazy shit like the, like would stand over the mom and say like I'm gonna kill you <laughs> and a bunch of like just a bunch of like it would middle of the night like literally be staring at the mom I was like you know that yeah that kid has to go that kid has to go you said so you don't believe in whooping kids asses yeah not even a pop you wouldn't pop that kid no well I mean I would have to pop that kid to get if ah if I found that kid doing something violent to the baby, I wouldn't beat them, but it would definitely be a pop. No, the kid standing over you, talking about he about to kill you. Oh. <laughs> you got to kick that nigga you across push, the room, You got to push him down. You just got to do a little one of these. You got to treat him like the Chucky dog, <laughs> man. Mm-mm. You got to. No, that, I'm, like I said, that, cases like that, you you probably can't just talk to your child. They need a professional. So, cases like that, you would need a professional. But my, my whole question was, a parent wouldn't be bad if they sent their child with a professional for evaluation, right? Mm, like I don't to, think so. If they felt like they were endangering the other child. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't... But I don't think the kids should go to jail. No, like, no, not jail. Yeah, we're, we're talking about actually sending yeah. them to a doctor to actually yeah, get help, to actually see, you know, if they, you know, could not be doing crazy stuff. I don't know. I just would hope... I, I just hope that crazy shit don't ever happen. Uh, cause yeah, let me tell you, that sounds very stressful. Scary as hell. So you said you had another one about kids? Uh, no, it was just basically about that, the same thing. It was a, sh- it was a show I was watching, uh, 2020. Was it like Kid just Killers? About the same thing, yeah. Kid uh, Killers. I be watching them Kid kill, bro, some yeah. of these kids, like. And you was watching them crazy ass stories and said, oh wow. I watched stuff chance. like that cause I feel for them. Well, me and my husband were talking about it. And he was like, "Fuck that! If if a person dies and can get a second chance, neither should they." And I'm just like, "That's not that's that's fucked up. Like that's not how it works." It was these two, these three twelve year old girls, and two of them, they had known each other since like I think like the first grade or something, and they all went skating. They all had spent the night at each other's house, and then two of them, um, they spent the night at the girl's house. In the morning, they woke up, took her to the park, and they stabbed her nineteen times. I think I saw. I think I saw that. <sighs> okay, and what did you want to happen to those Y'all girls? Y'all are mentally ill. They're mentally ill. But what did you want to happen to those girls? I didn't want them didn't to. Didn't they ask them why they did it and they told like we didn't like her? It was because we no, didn't like her? No, they said that Slenderman told them to do it. Slenderman? <laughs> I remember Slenderman from middle school. I never yeah. heard of Slenderman ever in my life. W- I'm like Real Slenderman. Shit? No, I've never. Heard is this of like a boogeyman person? Yeah, it's like, um, damn, I can't even give y'all a sports reference. Uh, 
he wore like a tux, I believe, but like he was super duper tall. Mm-hmm. So like all you saw was like legs and like the cufflinks and like the long arms. But like he would, like like I tell you all the time, I think a lot of spirits, most spirits, they don't hurt you. They get you to hurt yourself, or they get something to hurt. You know what I mean? Like they can't they do can't it themselves. Hurt you. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's what Slenderman would do. Slenderman would tell you to go do something. And for them, they were just saying it. He Honestly, told like that. that sounds like something a schizophrenic person would do. She was schizophrenic. That definitely sounds like something a schizophrenic person would do because they literally see things that are not there. And by so the way, she could have oh. seen in her mind Slenderman actually telling her like, "Do this." And but the other one wasn't mentally ill. They said she was. I don't remember the diagnosis, Crazy. but she was. No, like she was normal. Just the one that was schizophrenic convinced her so much. Oh, but so I say she was following, like yeah. That how you let the real. schizophrenic one? Com- it was like it was like schizophrenia by association or something like that. Like what I've never like she says she did it. Little girl, she was like I did it so that I could see if like he was real or not. Hmm. Tanisha took us to a dark place, man. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Well. Yeah, I hope all kids that got violence tendencies can get some help. And by the way, too, um, I don't think a lot of people talk about it, but Kanye in Power, I think my favorite Kanye song, um, when it slows down and he says 21st century, he says schizoid man afterwards. So when Kanye came out two years ago or last year in the album cover for Ye, said it's so fun to be bipolar or whatever the fuck, and everybody was like, oh, Kanye, he's bipolar. He's bi da 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 I said, fam, I knew Kanye was bipolar in 06. <laughs> like, Kanye's, Kanye is who I learned. That's how I was able to identify it and Chris Brown. And I could be fucking wrong, but I'm pretty fucking sure that Chris Brown ha- is bipolar. Don't talk about my man like that. You seen him on Call it what you want. Uh, I don't get on. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Call it what you want. What so, happened? I think he goes through bouts. But... Kanye, when I listen to Power and I listen to certain records and I hear 21st Century Schizoid, man, I'm sitting there and I'm like, Kanye's a lot of fucking other things, too, that he's just not telling me. I believe you. So I think Kanye's schizophrenic as well. I I think Kanye is is a lot of different things, which is why I think Kanye really needs somebody close to him that loves him because that person for him, I believe, always was his mom. And I think he's been in search of that since. Um, Y'all got red flags in relationships? If you see him, dip out. <laughs> Any man, just you're out of there. Yeah, if I see a red flag, I'm gone. Oh no, what's a red flag? I'm going. We oh, we talking uh, about what's your red flags in relationships? Like we're already. It's a good in way to start the pot and end it. Yeah, we're already in the relationship. Either or. You mean like entering relationship red flags? Either or. Okay, I'd rather do entering relationship red flags because I don't want red flags in my relationship. That's the point of me vetting <laughs> nigga out. According um, to Kanish, you could figure some shit out and be like, you should know me. Uh, I know you got red flags. <laughs> if the nigga sneeze. Nah, not sneeze. Y'all want me to go? I can't think of any, actually. I mean, y'all not finna make this topic ass. Nah, y'all better No, I mean, because I'm trying to really think like a red flag. Like so, I'm all right, out. so I'll give you a red flag. If he asked me, what do you want to do for a date? Instead of just, 
like planning something, yes, that's a red flag for me. But you just said if he's getting into, if he's entering into like dating you, he gotta he gotta ask you that to know what you like. No. I, I know red flags. Not pumping my gas for me. Yeah, there we go. The obvious stuff like that. Are you asking for obvious things? I'm asking for red flags in general. Mine is a red, still a red flag because you don't have to. Who are you talking to that don't like dinner? That don't like flowers? That don't like a pretty view? Like how? Like that's my thing. You can get to know the specifics later. Like there's maybe I do like bowling. Maybe I like to go painting. Maybe I like that's cool. So stuff is specific to certain people. But if you meet me and we click and you want to take me out, take me out somewhere. Figure out what you don't have a good restaurant you know of. You don't have a good place you know where to get some nice flowers. You don't know of a, a, a nice museum. Like, there's nothing you, like, you know, I don't think it should be, well, what do you want to do? I don't want to be asked what I want to do when I want a man to take me out on a date. Because that's already showing me right there. I don't really think he's going to be a good leader. And that might sound cliche, and that might be, like, something, how do you know that off of that? You simply can't just take the lead in one thing that I think, I think later on down the line is when you can start asking me, hey, so what do you want to do this Friday? Hmm, I don't know, babe. What do I want to do? But, like, off the rip, hey, what do you want to do? Uh, like, so then what if I pick a fancy-ass restaurant that you can't afford? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I pick something that's, like, you hate or that's out of your price range or anything? Think of something that's decent first-aid material. I don't think it's that hard. I don't think it has to be specific to that person. That's my thing. Literally, if you take a girl out to a nice dinner – Flowers, nice conversation. You go on, let's say, let's say it's a, a nice area nearby. You guys go on a walk after dinner, whatever. Take her to your car, boom, take her home, whatever. Any woman that did not like that date and was like, that was ass, probably you shouldn't be with her. Probably y'all aren't a match if you have to go above and beyond just for a simple, just for a simple date. Not that everything has to be simple, but yeah. So that's why I think it's a red flag. Like it may sound over the top, but for a date, I would like you to say, hey, like, would you like to go out to dinner? Would you like to go to this museum that's amazing? I think the conclusion that he's not a good leader is interesting because for the first time in a long time, I think I can see how you deduce that from what you said. Yeah, because a grown cool. man, you see a grown woman that you like, take me to your favorite steakhouse. Go get some flowers. From and what if she don't eat red meat? Boom. Boom. Nah, I should have went to hot and juicy. Okay, but they have every they have uh, other things at a steakhouse. Yeah, steakhouse yeah. usually has Denise, seafood too. Just let me like, get my bars on. And they usually have like linguine, pasta. They have everything at a steakhouse. Let me get my yeah. bars on. So that's my point. Now you, uh, now I'm thinking another red flag. So we can try to get Kenny. Well, let Kenny's get the first one. You think of yours, but let Kenny's get the. I just gas pumping. I can't think of it. But you said simple stuff like that. So it, it's that it's opening the door for you. It's pulling your chair out. It's stuff like that. Simple stuff. Okay, so now I'm a little nervous. Cause what if somebody, stuff. what if somebody forgets to pull out your chair one time? No, 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 I'm not like that. But like, if I first meet you, and I, I had a friend that went on a road trip with a guy. She drove, and like everything, she drove in her car. It was her idea. Um, they oh. got to the gas station, and he sat in the car. I'm gonna be. How He's far were they? Were dropped? Were turning around? From here to San Diego, they drove, and she went to go pump the gas, and he stayed sitting in the car while was he she pumped the, the gas. Was he doing something? It doesn't like, matter. Doing it doesn't matter. I'm just trying to shoot Brody some bills. We're turning back around. 
We're, we're, we're turning. <laughs> no, it's oh, we're turning back around. Cause you see, what women need to realize is the small stuff like that that you need to realize before you get into it. Messy. Now you in love. Now you can't leave. Cut him off now. So she don't even know I'm like that. Tell that nigga no. <laughs> Tell that nigga nope. Nope. We're turning around. I don't care if you already drove five hours. We're turning. And the around. crazy thing we're about it around. is, she like the 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 trip was for her to kind of like surprise him like so she paid for the hotel she paid for like dinner she paid for everything and i was like girl the least he could have did was pump the gas that girl he is a red flag (laughs) he's the red he's the his his whole (laughs) being is a red that's that's that something simple like that didn't cross his mind that shows you how inconsiderate somebody is because always about the small things somebody picks you up hey did you need gas money somebody cooking for you did you need me to bring you something did you want chips water whatever something small that's how you see how considerate people really are anybody who's just ready to show up and suck up everything and that's considerate too what I'm you oh you talking I mean. about never mind so anybody's willing to show up and just utilize what? all the resources and just mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. I'm here for the I'm I'm here for the fun I'm here yeah. for whatever was planned I'm here for it I have nothing to contribute that's sh- that's when you can see the red flag yeah that I would immediately been like yeah we're turning around because you can't do something as as simple as that like let me think if we go out to the restaurant and I'm trying to think like if a red flag for me I got two red flags they kind of coincide. But it's lying, obviously, lying, right? Okay. Lying. Yeah, that's obvious. So you would be surprised. But a person that lies too well and or a person who lies about trivial shit. Like, this is what's interesting. I t- and I made, <laughs> I made this statement before, too. I was with somebody before, and I was intrigued with how easily she lied to her homegirls. And it was the wildest shit in the world to me. Cause like it was like her homegirls, like she said she fucked with. And like she didn't bat an eye when she lied to them about whether where she was, about just certain shit. So it made me kind of look at the situation and go, Oh, you're good at this. Now are we talking about who we're lying to? Cause I lie well in certain situations. So I don't know, because like What if she knew how to lie well to her job? Is that a red flag? The sad thing is, I think she was actually a pretty porous liar to her job, and I oh, thought she see, was a good liar to everything oh, else. See, then that's the a good red liar, flag. a good liar you, to everybody. You supposed to? It's supposed to be the opposite. You're supposed to be lying <laughs> to the people you love. It's the corporations. You lie to them. <laughs> Fuck the corporations. Uh, anybody else got red flags? Mm. I'm sure we could think of some other ones, but yeah, I think right now nothing. Nothing off the top of my head. As long as he's a gentleman, like she said, when he goes out, as long as he's a gentleman, nothing like he don't eat with his mouth open or he don't know how to wipe his mouth. Like, crazy stuff like that. Like, yeah. Like, I can always tell, like, people. Nah, fuck that. Let's let's get into our petty bag. We got to have petty ones. We got to have petty red flags. Well, I'm sure, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not that petty. Petty in which way? Like something that would, it, it, it's it, not that big anywhere. of a deal, but for you, it's like, oh, if you do it, I don't know. And it's something small. I, I don't know. I can't think of nothing for me that would, that would necessarily be like petty if I like picked at something. Oh, girls that want to post your location. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. That's probably a red flag for me. I don't like that. Don't post the location until after I leave. Oh, I get you. I deal with too many people. I talk to too many people. I may have ruffled some feathers for what? Oh. Okay. Don't post my location. I got one. I'm already in a, I already have a career job that force, forces my schedule to kind of be out there. 
in terms of where I'll be and when I'll be there. So if I'm in my personal life, I hate people knowing exactly where I am. Oh yeah, that's a good. That's good. Um, oh, I have one, but it's gone. It's gone now. So shit. I hope it comes back. Uh, it must not be that important. It was something about something about dinner. If it's a red flag. You know what's interesting too? I'll, I'll, be, I'll be petty. On Go the bill, like uh, like if it says a toll or whatever. Like you know, people who want to recalculate everything just to be sure. That's a red flag. That, but and I'm like, you know what we ordered? Like, it's my thing. I hate people who. Oh wait, cal- So wait, wait, wait. Hold no, on. not calculating the bill, or splitting it. Not talking about splitting it. Talking about calculating it as if like you don't know you got that. Like you got an extra trip or something, and you're like, wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> Depending wait. on where I go, my nigga, I'm the type that'll do that. Depending <laughs> on I'm where I go, I'm the type that'll look and be like, hold on, it was three dollars for that extra mashed potato. Wait, 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 hold on. What I'm saying, you got is the Brussels sprouts or you got the asparagus? See okay, hold on. that right there. You asked me that shit on a date. Red flag. <laughs> you got the what? You got the what, bro? I know. Don't know. How I'm not paying for some shit we didn't eat. If you ain't eat the Brussels sprouts and the asparagus, I'm not paying for both. If you ain't get both, why am I paying for both? What I'm saying. So is, you want a dumb nigga that's gonna pay for food you didn't no, eat? No, no. I'm saying you know what you ordered. If you if you look at the bill, you look at the table, and it matches up, nigga, you know what you got over there trying to. I'm being facetious, obviously. I'm trying to make it work. Like, it's not going to work if you ain't got the money. But, yeah, I can't think of anything else, like, really major. I'll, I'll think of one being petty, and Kanisha's probably going to be mad at me for this one. But I have no problem. And I told somebody this recently. You actually know who I told, too. We'll talk about it off air because it don't even matter. If I say her name, she's going to be upset. Um, I went with I went out with somebody. And first of all, I don't even know how this shit happened because this person sat the check over here, and she was sitting over here. She saw what the check was, and I didn't even know the shit. But that little, p- and it could be fake, and I'm, I'll take it, it's fine. That little fake pump fake at a dinner, like if I ask you out, and we're obviously, we're together, that's a whole, that's a whole other story. But if I ask you out, that's a whole other story. I have had women that have asked me to go to certain places. And expect you to and pay. And expect me to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if a man asked me is, out, I'm not And my whole deal. thing is, as my red flag, I have no problem paying. And nine times out of ten, even if you ask me out, and I probably shouldn't say this shit publicly because <laughs> now it's about to switch, but nine times out of ten in the past, if women have asked me out, I still pay. That's just the energy that I'm going, especially if I enjoy myself. That's just the way I'm, you that's just the way. Yeah, give me the fake pump fake, bro. <laughs> Get, that shit matters to me. Like, if you know I'm going to pay anyway. <laughs> like, like, you know what's funny? And this is what's so dope because the person that I was with, she she was, she was, not gonna get an age, don't matter. She was obviously over it, over 21, but it was a purse grab for me. And hers wasn't a fake one. Like, she was literally grabbing in her purse to go grab her wallet, and I was like, You good? And she was like, What you mean? And I told her then, I said, I, I saw what I needed to see. Yeah, if we're out and it's not like an established date, like you didn't ask me out, then sure, we could, we, let's split it. I, you know, pay for mine, you pay for yours. That's not a big deal. It's only if like a man asks me out and then he expects me to. Why did baby? Why dress me out then? But like, the women that ask you out and the check comes and they just look at you and start batting their eyes, fam. You want to take care of that? Do you make them pay? If they do one of those, like if they don't do anything, what do who you asks say? who? 
if she asks you and then the bill comes, it depends on how petty I'm being no that day. What do you, what do you it say? It depends on how petty I'm being that day. I have walked out of out of a subway before and left the girl in line. So yeah, sometimes you gotta be respectful. No, I mean like we that's my dog. Like we we not cool no more, but me and her was cool that day. I didn't say her actual name. Oh, oh, you're calling people out. That's the dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. Like, nah, cause she we knew the entire situation. I think I made this public. We knew the entire situation. That was my dog. It's like my best friend. And I always pay for everywhere we went. I'm a big respect dude. I'm really big on respect. And I was in line. And she made a reference of, like, pay for my food, like, chop, chop, one of those. And I stand on my morals, bro. So I grabbed my shit, I paid for it, and I walked out of that fucking subway, and I left her in that line. I, I stand on what I stand on. So it, me and her, we we talked about it that same night. It wasn't, like, a beef or nothing, but, nah. Maybe, shall, shall I believe out her name? Well, Shop bottom line is you should not be dating if you're broke anyway. Both parties. I even think we were dating. That's just anyway. No, I'm saying like we were talking <laughs> about we were talking about like paying for food and stuff. You shouldn't be like going out with people, whether y'all like each other, date or not, if y'all broke. So if anybody's like if it's a if it's a stress on anybody, like oh if this person don't pay, I'm kind of in trouble. Then that's a problem. Like I've never been in a situation where I'm like oh if he don't pay, I don't know. Like okay, if I expect him to pay and he don't, I'm paying and then he's never gonna see me again. Easy. And first of all, I'm gonna say I'm going to the bathroom. I'm gonna go to the waitress and be like, "Let me pay for the pasta," and <laughs> and dip and dip. And oh yeah, I had the chocolate cake too. You know what? Let him take care of that. <laughs> Let him take care of your cake. Might as well. It's the least he could do, right? Wasting my time. It's ridiculous. He gonna and be like, "Damn, she stuck me with the cake." That's like, exactly. What if he that broke say. your bank account, we really <laughs> should not have been together. Why would you want to purchase the cake that breaks his bank account anyway? I, I don't. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't have <laughs> came out if his shit was going to get broke tonight off some cake. cake. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, anyway, I'm not doing this. Y'all got anything else? Um, no. Mm. Y'all solid? I don't like friendly vibes. You I told me that before. And mm-hmm. What's your definition of friendly? Friendly. What's your definition of friendly? Like, you fucking friendly to everybody. It's my are you talking about men that are in a relationship people. being friendly or like a man that's friendly to everybody, regardless? That, that's what I'm saying because it's no, my not job like to that. Not be like just being people. a decent human being, but I mean, like, to the point where, like, you got bitches confused if you're flirting with them or not. Oh, like, I understand. Oh, that. No, see, and I don't like that. I don't like that. Because I've been accused of shit like that, and I don't like that. Well, it's not my fault if somebody takes something as flirting. That's not my fault. Well, because look, there's look, because I agree with both of you. There's a fine, there's really a fine line between a person who knows they're coming off as flirting, or a woman who is doesn't get attention in certain mm-hmm. areas, so she automatically thinks a nigga is, you know, flirting with her based off of something small, like you said, something you're not used to. But it could go both ways, because it could definitely be nigga, you know, you know what you're doing, and also a girl like just. But I'm just saying, like, if it's just one person, then that's obviously. But if everybody thinks you're flirting with them, like, come on. If you have a history of just being friendly. Then Then if every. And I'm not talking about just having, like, being smooth or anything like that. But they know what they're doing when when they're being friendly. Like. So what's worse, smooth or friendly? Friendly. You can be smooth. Because you can be smooth. Yeah. See, I feel like smooth. And still be all, you know. I feel like your girl would want you to be friendly but not be smooth. Like, you're trying to mac other bitches if you're smooth. That's what I think. Smooth, I mean, when I say smooth, I mean, you can't help that you play on words. Like, that's just how you Yeah, you, like, yeah, it's almost like a swag. Like, you can't help, like, I can't help I'm cool type shit. Like, 
I that makes sense, but like you said, if if everybody that you come across thinks you flirted with them, like if every girl thinks you flirted with them, then yeah, it's probably energy that you're giving off. Whether you know it and don't want to admit it or don't know it, you kind of should know when you're like giving off that vibe of like flirting, especially when, and especially, I'm gonna just be real, especially like with men and women, men have to be very careful with women because come on, let's be real. Forget what you heard. Women want to be married. Like, women want to get with a man, you know? Like, women want to settle down. And a lot of, you know, women will say, like, even men will say, like, these days the dating pool isn't so well. So. It's it's wicked out here. (laughs) So, yeah, you also have to be careful because you don't, you know, want somebody to have even a little something to hang on. You get me? Like, if you know something could come off as flirting, just leave it. Like, just leave it there. You know you can't be too nice because people are always going to think of something See, but that's the whole thing, too. And shout out to to the homegirl Genesis. I mean, because we talked about that before, and that's why I was, like, trying to pinpoint that, that moment because in my former relationship or my past relationship, like, I do remember getting to a point where I was, like, I think she thinks I'm being too friendly to people. But then I realized I was a dick to people, dog. Like, you could talk. Like, that's why I said shout out to Genesis. I want to bring her on a pod one day. Me and Genesis used to go at it ugly, bro. Like, yes, dog. Like, because Genesis got us. Me and Genesis got the same birthday. So she'll say something smart. And typically, I let shit go. And with her, for some reason, because I knew that she had a thing with with my girl at the time. So... Like I told her in hindsight, like, nigga, it's, it's us, nigga. So if she don't like you, I don't like you. That's just the way that it go. So, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, nah, that's red the way fucking it, flag if they don't do that shit. That's, 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 how it's, that's 100% a red flag. Because I'm like that with my dude. Like, if I have a dude and he don't like a dude, okay, baby, that's ancient shit nigga to me. Well, because I already don't dislike very many people. So if my girl is taking one of the very few people that I do not like and is like, oh, well, I think he's cool, go be with the nigga then. <laughs> Like I'm one of those, bro. Well, go go there then. Go sit on that side. Um, but nah. But I mean, me and Genesis, like I said, and I kind of told her in hindsight, like because we texted over some shit, and I told her I was like, I had no problem with you, and she was like, you made it seem like it, and I was like, nah, I just couldn't let you get your slick shit off. I'm I'm on her side, bro. That's just the way that it was. So. I think you do run the risk of of losing who you are also when you try to to feed into what the other person wants too much of. Um, anything else? We good here? We living a dream? I'm going to let a, a record rock out, obviously. Well, I have a little bit of time. Episode 46 of the OD. We appreciate you guys as always. Terrell, you, have you introduced yourself as MC before? No, no. MC Caprice, whatever you know her as. Kanice, we thank you again for joining us. Episode 46, please follow us on all social medias. I know there's going to be good times. The ODPcast on Twitter. ODPcast on Instagram. Good times. There's going to be some good times. And again on Facebook, The OD Podcast. Until next time, guys.